good game, tough loss, who cares? Um, most importantly, uh, appreciate you all letting the locker room be tonight. Uh, everybody's pretty emotional about the tragedy uh, with Kobe and uh, all of us know what a great player he was, but he went beyond great playing. He was a competitor uh, that is that goes unmatched, and it's what made him uh, as a player so attractive to everybody, that focus, uh, that competitiveness, that will to win. Uh, and even more importantly than that, uh, we all feel a, a deep sense of loss for what he meant to all of us in so many ways, and so many millions of people loved him for so many different reasons. Uh, it's just a, a, a tragic thing that uh, there are no words that can describe uh, how everybody feels about it. So uh, we all think about the family and the process that they're going to be going through now. Uh, that's where all our thoughts should be. A tragedy has befallen the world of basketball. Earlier today, at the age of 41, Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter crash. In 20 seasons with the Lakers, Kobe was a 17-time All-Star, two-time NBA Finals MVP, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and five-time NBA champion. The NBA and the game of basketball will mourn this loss together. Please join us in a moment of silence for Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Mamba. So obviously we were going to uh, start this show off by talking about the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, I messaged you earlier today. We're like, hey, let's let's get on and talk to Super Bowl and then some other things. Jason's out yeah. in the radio race. Yeah, we're like, perfect. Jason doesn't have to be on. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. And then, you're welcome, listeners. Yeah, you're welcome. And then, Unless the people that want to hear about RC stuff. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, well. Well, should I put this under chaos then? Because uh, today is complete chaos, to be honest with you. Well, it's, it, it's still it's still RIP Network, right? It's still right, like RIP, RIP Network. Logo. I like that, RIP yeah. Network. Um, and then Jason messages in the chat with a, a link to a TMZ article that Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter accident. Which I clicked on and then did the, you know, 404 link not available, whatever that is. I'm like, yeah, okay, this is That's this what is it bullshit. did to me. Right. Right. Yep. It did that to me, and then I backed out and just double-checked again. Like, I clicked on it again, and then it said TMZ, TMZ. It came up TMZ, and it said experiencing difficulties. So then right away, I was like, they were hacked. Like, something happened. They were hacked. It just, you know, I couldn't believe the news. So I Googled the name. I, you know, I Googled Kobe Bryant quick, 
And actually, nothing showed up at at the main topic right away. Like, you know how it shows the Twitter? Sure, yeah. When yeah. you Google somebody's name, it'll show on Twitter if anybody's talking about them. And they were just talking about the LeBron passing Kobe last night. Right, because ironically, that literally just happened. So then that's when I jumped into the chat and was like, fake, you know. that you know, it's, Sure, it's yeah. Real. I saw that broken link, and I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is bullshit. Yep. So then I go on Twitter because I always go on Twitter to check to see what's trending. And actually, Twitter wasn't even loaded. Like, I was hitting the trending topic, and it would just sit there. It wasn't doing anything. So I would imagine everybody was checking Twitter at the same time. And it was hanging up. And I'm like, man, so after about a minute, not even a minute, maybe 30 seconds, it came on, and Kobe Bryant was trending. And I'm like, oh, no. Check it. And, you know, saw some of the... ABC News reporting at New York Post. I was like, Jesus. I didn't I, Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it right away. I, I still was holding out that, oh, maybe TMZ was hacked because I still couldn't get into the link. Sure. And, uh, wow, tragic news. <clears throat> Unreal. And then the stories were like all four daughters were on board. And I was like, man. But, um, and it turns out one of his daughters, well, he was going to the basketball game for his daughter, Gigi, Gianna. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so now it just came out because they said originally, you know, five people passed away. Now there's nine total. We still don't know the names of the other people. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Nine, nine yep. on the helicopter. Oh, yep. wow. So that's counting well, the that's pilot. A, that's, so. that's the first I ever heard that. Yeah. And uh, somebody on somebody was hiking the hills there in that area, and um, they said they saw the helicopter come down at a high rate of speed and it was kind of out of control. I guess I would imagine. Uh, and somebody mentions on Twitter that was a pilot. I guess the the, the rear um, rotor, the tail rotor, probably yep. gave out. And once those things give out, they're pretty much impossible to land. I didn't notice. I thought they could still kind of navigate with that, but uh, this this guy on Twitter was saying that you can't even. They just start spinning. The, the thing just Done starts deal. spinning out of control. Yeah. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, that's what the reports are. Oh wow, that's crazy. I guess some of the newer helicopters, from what they were p- talking about, from what I was reading, some of the real new ones don't even have that anymore. They have some kind of engine back there that controls all that. Hmm. But I'm not certain, you know, not certain on that, but that's the rumors at this time. But, yeah, I was completely blown away. Big, you know, me, Lakers fan forever. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> and I, and the fact that he was, you know, a product of Pennsylvania, it's like. Yeah, I know. And I, man. You know, kind of take pride in that, you know. Yeah, Lower Marion High School. Played and played like big games out, out of Pottsville, which is which is crazy to think a about. Half like, hour for me, so it's like yeah, right down wild. the road. And I didn't know nothing about him back then. It would have been really cool to watch him play. Yeah, really. Like I, I just don't. I'm not into that. You know, high school sports that much to really know that. Hey, Kobe Bryant is he's going to come right, right out, of, right out of high school to the NBA is unreal. And he was right down the road. What an hour and a half? Not even. Yeah, right. 
And you can go on YouTube and watch uh, his basketball. There's somebody has up there a basketball game, Lower Marion. Mm. Uh, I want to say they played Hazleton at one time, and it's up on YouTube. But yeah, crazy. I see uh, <clears throat> on the news people are gathering at Lower Marion right now, and uh, oh shit, you know, yeah. have a memorial set up for him. So people are at uh, Staples Center, even though they have like the Grammys tonight or whatever. Is that the yeah. Grammys or Golden Globes? I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know which one. One of those. One of those shows that would just be a pro liberal. Here's my message to everybody. Bullshit. Mm, right. Well, I don't know. Now a lot of things are going to change with that, but <laughs> yeah. Ricky Gervais, dude. Yeah, I, I did see that. His opening. You saw that, right? Yeah, I Jesus, did. That was yeah, amazing. Really, um, yeah, I don't know. Just a shock. Not only the sports world, just all over. I mean, it's just crazy. And then to, to lose his daughter in it, too. It was just, and, can't imagine. And I just think, like, he was very much in the sports news world yesterday. Because... yeah. LeBron yep. passed them in points. Yep. It's like, holy shit. Now, I had the Lakers game on last night watching it, and uh, I, I I didn't see Kobe there unless I missed him. But I didn't I didn't see him there, but I saw his tweet right after LeBron passed it, you know, or right after Le, LeBron passed his record. Uh, right. Kobe tweeted out, you know, hey, congratulations. And that was his last tweet. It's really weird. Yeah. That's but That's I, crazy. I remember seeing his first game. Like, I had the NBA ticket back then, and I would watch every single game. And I remember his mm. first game ever. And, you know, as I was watching him play, it was, like, just unbelievable. He's making shots like you would not believe, like, throughout his career. And it's like, as you're watching him, you're just like, I was thinking midway through his career, I'm like, this has to be the best Laker ever. Like, I don't think yeah. I ever seen anybody like him the will to win was just unreal i mean it was i don't think i've ever seen that passion from any anybody like that i mean it was just what they call it the mamba mentality but not yep yep i mean no matter what the lakers were down if they were down in a game you just you know kobe was out for blood and you just right never felt like they were ever gonna be totally out of it right because of the fact that well, still got Kobe. Yeah. And Phil Jackson back then, Shaq. I mean, it was just... Murder's row. It had to be, you know, because I was watching the Lakers back since 83. And <clears throat> I was 10 years old at the time and I was watching them. <laughs> That's crazy. I remember I people ask me, how do, you, how do you how did you become the... You know, everybody expects you to live in Pennsylvania and like the 76ers and all sort of stuff. <sighs> I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> so do I. I like some. I like some odd teams that are nowhere close to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like PA teams. I'm just not nope. in. Um, we can both agree on that. So in '83, I was 10 years old. A kid in school just made me a bet. He's like, "Hey, I'll bet you chocolate milk that the 76ers win." <laughs> That's seriously how it went down. A good friend of mine, Eric <laughs> Alley. Um, he made the bet with me, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll take the Lakers, not even knowing who the hell the Lakers were or anything. Right. And um, so I started falling. I would check the paper, 
to see if the Lakers won during you know during our bet. I would check it out on the news, the TV, whatever, and uh, that's how I started following the Lakers from there on. You know, they didn't win, so I owed I owed them a chocolate milk because they didn't win the series. Damn. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, I was just a Laker fan. I just followed them all the way through, and you know, Magic. Kareem, James Worthy was oh. like one of my favorite players. Now, as as a kid, I, like uh, when did when did they go? Their their first three peat was like mid to late eighties, right? James, Matt, James Worthy, Magic, Kareem, Pat Riley. Three peat? Didn't they three peat back in the eighties? Um, well, no, 87, 80, 87 was no. The, they went back to back, back to back, yeah. Because potential three peat should have been. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, I remember watching those uh, NBA championships and cheering for them. Not like, not for them. Like, you just wanted to see the back to back, or I was just, I didn't, I didn't really have a, uh, a team in basketball because eh, didn't really interest me that much. But I do remember cheering for them because mm. they were fucking awesome to watch. Shit. Um, so 87, so 87 and then 88, the back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first time anybody did it in like, I don't I forget, like 16, eight, 16 years or something like that. So it was a big deal to go back to back. And, yeah. And now it seems like teams do it and it's like, you know, they do three peats. It's like nothing. It's like but, almost expected maybe. Yeah. How, when, when Kobe got drafted, how were the Lakers? I don't remember because I, like I said, basketball just really didn't have a a team to cheer for at that point. Were they like, well, kind of in the dumps or? Yeah, they weren't. Uh, man, I, I don't know what the record would have been in 96, 95. Because don't forget, <laughs> I don't, even, don't forget, I don't remember Magic. when he was drafted. But uh, like what? 1996. Yep. Originally okay, drafted what, by Cheryl what number? Hornets. What draft pick? Pick 13. Pick 13, okay. Yep. By Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, so you're not like dumpster, you know, first pick or whatever. So you have a, like a you know, mid-pack, if you will. Yeah, I think everybody was kind That's of... right, dude. Charlotte Hornets forgot about that. Yeah. Shit. And, but the rumor was, like, even when he was drafted, like, okay, well, the Hornets got him, but he's going to the Lakers because Jerry West is trying to make a deal here right now. Because <laughs> um, Jerry West was watching him through high school. And okay. Jerry West knew what he, he wanted Kobe. And I think Charlotte was like willing to give him up because they're like, well, it's a, he's a high school kid. He was, uh, a lot Man. of these teams didn't really know much, you know, Yeah, uh, they didn't know what they were going to get. And Jerry West did. So, um, let me look up that draft year. Cause I forget who was, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who's ahead see of who went ahead of Kobe. Be inter- uh, interesting to go back and watch this. It's got to be on YouTube. Oh, well, Jesus. Okay. Well, this is interesting. Let me pull this up. Okay. The number one pick in the 1996 NBA draft goes to the 76ers with Allen Iverson. No kidding. I didn't realize that. No. AI. So we had AI number one. Two was Marcus Camby. Another good pick. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was he, Massachusetts? Uh yep, UMass. Yep. Yeah. Who picked him? Next? Uh Toronto. Oh, Toronto. 
Marcus Camby. I haven't heard that name in ages. Uh, third pick went to Vancouver. They got Sharif Ab- Abdul. Abdul Rahim. Rahim. Number four, Stefan Marbury. Went to Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, snap, dude. Starberry. Man, this draft class was loaded. That was lo- yeah. Uh Fifth pick went to Minnesota, and they took Ray Allen. Where'd Ray Allen go to school? Uh, UConn. Con- okay. <clears throat> Sixth pick, Boston, Antoine Walker. Kentucky. Okay. Mm, seventh pick, Clippers got Lorenzen White. Or Wright, sorry. I'd have to say a bust, because I really don't remember him one bit. Who was after that? Uh, so then eighth pick went to the Nets with Kerry Kittles. Kittles, shit. Ninth pick, Dallas, Samaki Walker. I remember that name, but yep. I didn't do a whole hell. <clears throat> Eric Dampier went 10th to Indiana. Uh, 11th pick, Golden State. They missed out on Kobe Bryant. They picked Todd Fuller. (laughs) (laughs) Todd Fuller. Wow. 12th pick, I'm not even going to try and pronounce. Who was your scout, Golden State? (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Let's see, Todd Fuller. Let's let's click on this dude here. Uh, He was a center. He was standing 6 foot 11 from Fayette. I'm I'm not even lying. I don't even know that name, for real. They don't even have a picture of him in there. (laughs) Oh my god! <laughs> you, when you click on the name here, it usually shows a picture right next to his name. They have nothing; yeah, just a profile of the oh, of a man. player. <laughs> wow! Oh man! Okay, so Todd Fuller, Golden State. Okay, Golden State. Damn. Uh, and then twelfth pick went to Cleveland. I can't even pronounce the last name, so I, I I the full name I can't even pronounce it. So let's see where he's from. Uh, Ukraine. I was going to say a Euro guy. Potapenko. Potapenko. Shit. Potapenko. Vitaly Potapenko. Uh, yeah, so he's they got him from... It's not like he was a Ukraine guy that, that went to college in the States. They literally drafted him mm. from... Yeah, I overseas. don't know. I don't think he... Yeah. Doesn't have anything uh, next to his name. And then 13th it's, pick it's went out to Charlotte well. Hornets, Kobe Bryant. So what does it? What transaction went there? <laughs> and then what Yossel, transaction? Um, yeah, let's did see. that you know, that whole trade deal. That's interesting. Go back and I know it involved Lottie Devots, but I'm not sure if it. Oh shit! Yeah, and I, yeah, I know. And Laker fans were kind of shocked at the time. I remember when they were like, uh, "We're giving up Devots <laughs> for this you know. high school kid that's on." proven well i was like you know i didn't know of kobe Bryant either i didn't know nothing about him coming out of high school so but i was like well jerry west must know something because he's a genius you know he's awesome gm so uh they showed the highlights and i was excited for you know i saw the highlights i'm like damn this dude you know looks good man and uh we'll see what he does but um let's see what the deal was here again vladi divots I th- I thought um it's just so it's just, here we go wow so Charlotte Hornets drafted Kobe Bryant right immediately yep. after the draft Dave Cohen's 
expressed that the Hornets had no use for Kobe. Dave. Dave Cohen's um, That's bold, bro. player personnel <laughs> yeah. of Charlotte Hornets. Uh, 15 days later, okay, so it was 15 days later, West traded his starting center, Vladi Divots, to the Hornets for Kobe Bryant. So That was it, straight up, that's it. Yep. That's player for player. What I thought it was something else also. Yo, so they to... just, not to interrupt, but I'm interrupting. They just did a quick tribute on the screen on the Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. It was it was like a graphic, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that would be at the beginning, but but yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I thought uh, I thought there was a, a another player involved in that trade, but I guess not. Vladdy. Yeah, terrible news though. Man, oh man, it's still unreal. And yeah, and he it's just crazy. started. Um, I just read an article the other day because he started this thing in Los Angeles called the Mamba Academy, and it's yeah. I, I remember. I don't know details about it, but I just remember he was. You know, he's doing something for the community and for kids. Something, and, yeah, to, right? Yeah, awesome facility. You could Google it and see all the photos and and um, shame. He just had like a camp going on there right now, and he had a bunch of players show up, you know, to show the kids things and how to do play basketball, do certain moves and stuff. And uh, right, yeah, and that was just like three days ago. I saw that on YouTube. So yeah, things can change in an instant. That's for sure. And uh, he was he was known to travel from his house to uh, you know to like. Staples Center and stuff by helicopter because because of the traffic. I mean, right? It's just, just the unreal. best form of traffic. Yeah, right. And if you could afford short it. distance, sure. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, afford you, it, why you not? Know. You know, you're that baller. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, man, oh man, oh man. But you never know. I mean, things. It's unbelievable. Yeah, feel bad. I mean, you know, thirteen year old daughter. And then it was like, you know, it took. God, I bet it. I bet it took almost an hour to get the report that his daughter was in the crash too. Yeah. Died in the crash. Like fuck. And then you you know, you've you've seen clips of you know, whether it was like them courtside or, you know, in his in his own home gym. And I saw I think on Sports Center they're showing clips of her actual games, like like her fadeaways. <laughs> you could just see like, yeah. This is Kobe-esque. Female version of Kobe coming up here. Yeah. It's just unfucking real Yeah, Kobe was just telling a story recently on Jimmy Kimmel's show about, like, he'll have friends say, hey, you need to, you know, keep having more kids to try for a boy. You know, we need a a Kobe (laughs) out there. And his daughter said, no, I got this. I got it. Don't worry. (laughs) You know? So she had plans on going a lot further, for sure. Yeah. Fucking tragedy. Other notable names in that draft, like Steve Nash. Dang, really? Yeah, he went. 15, what number? Fifteenth. Okay. Yeah. Suns drafted, right? <clears throat> uh, yep. Phoenix. Speaking of, you see, uh, uh oh my God, why I'm drawing a blank? Arizona Cardinals, Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Like some kind of ownership stakes in. 
the Suns. Yeah, that's right. NBA. Yeah, first NFL player to do that. I thought it was second. Oh, was it? I thought thought there was another player that. Don't correct me on my show. No, I don't know. But but I just remember, like, yes, he's the you know second NFL athlete to. (laughs) Wonder who the first was. Suns. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine like O'Neal, 17th. That's another. I remember Jermaine O'Neal. Man. Where Dallas, I want to say? Uh, I don't well, he was, he was, he, he was drafted by Portland. Okay. And then I think he went to a few other teams there. Let's see. <clears throat> you know, as, as I was going around, yeah, like uh, Portland, Indiana, Miami, Boston, Phoenix, yeah, Golden State. Jesus, Alexa Bliss, bro. Almost 20 <sighs> years. As I was going through my Instagram and stuff. <laughs> Um, I found it. I was like shocked. It was I followed Damian Lillard, he's an Adidas, Adidas athlete. So yeah, mm-hmm. but he po- you know he posted photos, had, you know had a heartfelt message and shit. But he had you know like photos. It just seemed. I guess it just seemed so long ago that Kobe played. I guess that's what's in my mind. Like, man, Kobe didn't play forever. Right. And Dame still seems like a young dude to me. So it's like I saw them, the pictures he posted of them playing against each other. I'm like, holy shit, they played against each other? How long ago did he retire? Like, it was less than five, I guess, now that I think about yeah, it, right? Well, yeah, four years ago. It's crazy. Wow. Oh, I just don't. It's it's weird. It seems much longer seems than longer, that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I'm just looking down his draft list. Uh, Derek Fisher at number 24 to the Lakers. Yo, your your lottery guys at Royal Rumble. <laughs> Front row. Um, Front row. Derek Fisher. Yeah, that was a loaded draft class, though. Jeez. I'll say, yeah. You don't, get, you don't get too many drafts like that where you get down into the... Yeah, you're talking past 15 with some, like... Yeah, Steve Nash at 15, dude, Jermaine on you know, 17... Players that had longevity. Derek Fisher, twenty fourth. He was big for the Lakers. He was a stud. Lakers, yep. Lakers guy. Was he a lefty? He shoot lefty. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think See, I don't could shoot both, but I think primarily I, lefty. I never really had like a yo. This is my basketball team, but I'm very well versed in sports, so I'd I'll pull shit like that, like. Just like envisioning Derek Fisher, I'm like, I think he shot lefty. Yeah. 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 Very good. <laughs> yeah. I remember back in the day, I had a, like, uh, it was probably my early, I mean, teen, teen years. Cause we had a, we had a basketball hoop at our house. And, uh, I remember having a, a Spurs basketball. That was, that was all David Robinson, though. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Remember, I used to uh, paint my RC car bodies yellow and purple. Mm. That's how much of a Laker fan. <clears throat> yeah, I'll say I am. Because that doesn't that that color scheme, you know. There's only f- so far those colors will take you. Know? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I was all Lakers, man. High school, and if I wasn't wearing a training was... shirt. I was wearing a Lakers shirt. So. <laughs> Mo- Molly Holly. In the women's Royal Rumble at number three, um, are you watching right now? I yeah, I have it on. 
I might be a little bit behind you, apparently. So (laughs) I got that on my one TV, and the other TV I have Kingsman movie. But uh, was I gonna say? Oh, so then, like when I was when I was like doing my when I actually raced RC cars, Mm -hmm. uh, many many of the races, like you know. Back in back in school, all we did all summer is race all summer long, and many of those trips were down south, Carolinas, Florida, Georgia, blah blah blah. But for some reason, I was like, a, a lot of the a lot of the races were at King, which is eh, close enough to Charlotte. So mm-hmm. I was rocking a. I remember a Charlotte Hornets hat. Plus, Charlotte had the colors were cool. Yeah, the logo was cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I rocked a I rocked a Charlotte Hornets hat there for for a while. A lot of those starter jackets going went around back then oh. with, the, with the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah. Yeah, man. Larry Johnson and and Alonzo. Alonzo Mourning. There's some studs. They were great in uh NBA Jam TE. Oh, definitely. That was a great team. Yep. Absolutely. Damn. <clears throat> but yeah i saw let's see so they actually played two games tonight two nba games and the one did was a uh they did like a moment of silence before the game actually there might have been more than two i can't remember uh, yeah, and then I the f- other the other game they uh the opening tip off uh team they got the tip off uh Ran out the shot clock, which is a 24-second shot clock, Kobe's number. Mm-hmm. So they took the 24-second violation, and then the other team took the ball down past half quarter, and they took a 24-second violation as well. Yeah. So that's how the, two of those games started out. Yeah, that was really and, cool uh, to see. Who's, who's the young kid on the, the Hawks? Trey Young, is it? Uh, I believe you're right, sir. So he actually... War number eight tonight. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That he was, they let him do that. Yeah. He, uh, they showed, I think it was on Instagram. I saw him and his, him and his mom hugging it out for like a good 30 seconds before the game. And then after that, I saw, you know, once he, he took off his, his warm up stuff to reveal that he, he was wearing the number eight. Kobe, the only NBA player. And I didn't know this until I read it today that had two numbers retired. Two number no, eight. I was gonna. I know exactly what you're, where you're going with that. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Because not. I mean, I didn't realize he was the only player. <clears throat> I was like, oh wow. I'm sure not. Not many. Uh, not many players switch up numbers. I'm still not sure why he switched though. I, I never. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I never understood that. I don't know. I mean, there was a reason behind it, but I don't think I really got the story on that. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to twenty four. Okay. So, yep. Don't know. The only other person I know of that did that was that fraud Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. It's, what do you? Yeah. Went to forty five or something like that. Yep. Because he was two three and then four five. I don't know if Kobe switched after you know um, all that controversy that went down with him and. Yes. I think it might have been right I, after that. Yeah, I think after Denver. <laughs> That whole, yeah, 
deal that hopefully Jason now is a little more lenient on bringing that shit up. Yeah. So rude. Um, so yeah, I think it was just sort of like a new, new me type thing. And yeah, like, and, uh, Hey, just, I'm not the same guy. Yeah. Look, I changed my number. <clears throat> but, I, think, uh, I don't know. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. You'll hear it here first before you can actually find the results. Well, I will scene. be the people listening. Won't hear it till another day. Well, they have already heard about no, it. <laughs> no, but the, if you want to find the results on live RC, you're just not going to be able to find it or no. anywhere for that matter. No, that's true. Uh, Ryan Mayfield won the re race. Oh, wow. There you I think, go. I think we'll give away some Ryan Mayfield stuff. I have uh, still have a body here of his and uh, some tires autographed. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, breaking news from. All right. Congratulations, Ryan. Jason Rona. Oh, yeah. You didn't even view our message. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Right after, right after you sent me the password. Oh, okay. He's, he said Mayfield just won it. Sweet. <laughs> How about. Uh, I thought the. <clears throat> the signing for Dakota Fenn, I was like, oh, sh- shit. Yeah. All right. Kind of caught me by surprise. And then, uh, whatever, was that the CRCRCRCRC that Midwest <laughs> Championship? Yeah. Like, his first race, he absolutely killed it. Hmm. Well, that's because of the tires. Obviously. It's yeah. n- not just uh, the body, the tires. coincidence. Come on. <laughs> Come on, people. The logo, even with a TLR car, he did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, all right. That's our RC segment. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, to... me, 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 and you talked about you and I talked about uh, doing a just a random podcast at some point here. Talk about some football and whatnot. And yeah. then the whole Kobe, the whole Kobe tragedy hit, and it was like, yeah. And all day I just been watching stuff on it, like I was just yeah like watching YouTube and all. Yeah, it's just crazy. Rest in paradise, Kobe, for sure. Yeah, and his daughter. God, too young, thirteen. Unbelievable. I'm shocked. So I got my Kobe Bryant jersey out. I have it here. Uh, oh snap! What number? Two four. Yep. You got eight. Okay. I have a two four. I think Carrie said she bought that off you at. Uh, a few oh years ago. yeah, yep. that's right. So I have that out. Uh, I got my Lakers gear. I got. And then I uh, yeah I have photos up in my house here of uh, Kobe, you know, and Shaq and Kobe going up against LeBron when LeBron was <coughs> with Cleveland. Man, I'll post Shaq, some of those photos on I saw Shaq send a tweet out and some photos. I'll be. <sighs> I'd be uh, curious to see like his first, his <clears throat> his first uh, interview after this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be emotional as hell. Yep. And I'm not gonna lie, watching watching some of those videos and tributes and shit, dude. I shed some tears, dude. That was that was some shit. Oh yeah, same here, man. I was just like choked up. It's today. like losing losing a legend, man. Yep. Terrible. Well, like I said, rest in rest in paradise, and uh, you know, we got all these memories to look back on. So, yeah, how many how many years he played? Twenty uh, or very close to twenty, uh, right? Twenty. Man. At that level, and then 
LeBron, Jesus. Yo, it's crazy to think LeBron's as old as he is. Yeah, I like know. He, it's just... <laughs> he said the other day, like, or maybe even today, like, God, he can hardly walk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was watching him last night. It looks like he, you know, he's definitely slowed down. And man. I'm like, man, he's having, he's struggling to get up and down that court a little bit. Unless he was just, you know, taking it easy. I don't know. But, yeah, it's hard to believe. I mean, when was, when did he come into the league? Oh, Jesus. It's, it... I, I'd be guessing. I'm trying to think. Let's see what, who was in that draft class, too. That'd be a good one, too. Yo, Manny Rose, good Lord. No, that's Liv Tyler. 2003. Jesus. Oh, three. Yo. <laughs> that amazing picture from the draft with a flip phone. <laughs> Man. Le- LeBron with a flip phone and like a baggy ass suit. <laughs> Yeah, LeBron James, of course, number one pick. Second, Darko, <clears throat> Darko, Shit, I uh, that, Darko Malik. I can't even pronounce the last name from Siberia or Serbia. Sorry, Siberia. You <laughs> 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 went to Russians, yo. He went to the Detroit Pistons at number two and number three. Jesus. Carmelo Anthony, Melo, third to the Denver Nuggets. How about that comeback, Jesus man? I'll tell you what. There's a dude, I don't even know how to explain it. That guy fell from grace. Like, that's kind of hard to watch, too. Like, yeah. shit, man. Because he was such a stud, and it was just like, went to a team, got released. Nobody wanted to sign it. Like, what? Still in the league. It's crazy. I saw him the other night. He was calling for the ball. He's like, give me the ball, give me the ball. He shoots a three, makes it. It's like, damn. <clears throat> so Carmelo still... Going at Chris Bosch was fourth. Holy shit. Where did yo, where did Bosch go to college? Um Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Rambling wreck. And then Dwayne and Wade who, was right after who, him. Fifth. Who drafted Bosch? Where did Toronto? Uh, Toronto Raptors, yep. Okay. Yeah, because I'm trying to think where the heat got him from. And then Dwayne so, Wade. Uh, yo, all those guys were in the same draft. I had no idea. Yep. So that number two pick, I Darko. Holy crap. So you had LeBron James, Darko, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, uh, and then then Chris Kamen, sixth, Captain Caveman, Captain Kamen, remember him? Huh. Went to the Lakers there for a while. Uh, let me yeah. see any other names in here <laughs> I recognize. Are you watching the Royal No, I, I, I'm not looking at it right now. So I'm behind <laughs> you anyway. So spoiler alert. Um, yo, hilarious, man. Anyway. Nobody else in this draft that I, man, this this was a bad draft. Really? So after that was it? Because they were some, they were some big names there. I mean, holy shit! Yeah, right off the top. right off the top, and then it kind of. I mean, you have Jerome Beasley. Where did D Wade go to college? Um, I'm not even sure. You went to uh, Marquette. Marquette came out Jeez. as a junior. Marquette, that's like a, you know, Seth, Seth Curry, Steph Curry went to freaking Davidson. So you had LeBron James coming out of St. Vincent, St. Mary High yeah, School. Was was he officially the last player drafted out of high school? Man, I believe so. Cause he might, when, I think when, he might have been. When was Garnett drafted? 
That's a good question too, because he was out of high school. I don't know. Um, was, oh yeah. Shoot. Uh, let's see. Carmelo Man, when Anthony. I think Syracuse freshman. He came out as a freshman. Yeah, Georgia. Tech yeah, because he he won it. Yeah, because my brother was he was always a huge Syracuse fan. Oh yeah. Jim Bayham, Jim Bayheim, huge Orange Man fan, Orange Man, and Carmelo, you know, they finally won NCAA championship under Carmelo. And he, I think he, at some point he made the statement like, you know, I'm coming back. And then he declared for the draft. It was like almost like a shot to the gut. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you find Kevin Garnett? Yeah, so after that draft, after the 2003 draft, after number... After the fifth pick, it kind of fell off the board. Let's see. Kevin Garnett. This is fun looking back on this. I don't know if I realized he was out of high school. Oh, God, yeah. I knew. So he was 1995. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> I know. I didn't realize Seven that. years before LeBron. <laughs> Good Lord. Shit. And he, he retired when? Not too long ago, right? So yeah. he played a long yeah. time. Yeah, he did. God damn. This is cool. Let's see. Damn. This is cool for us. Right. Some of the listeners are like. <clears throat> Yo, where'd Bud Webb go to college, bro? How about, oh yeah. All right. So Vince Vince Carter, oh. dude. Yeah, we'll look him up. Unbelievable. Yeah, what'd you just post the other day? Uh oh, uh, best dunker to play the game. Yeah. I was like, Spud Webb says hi. <laughs> didn't he? Uh, he actually <laughs> won the dunk contest that year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. And you look back, it's like, bro, that was not, I mean, yeah, he, he just, didn't do anything wild or anything. He, he just, literally just dunked it. <laughs> That's all it took because he was five foot. So, right, yeah. Uh, Kevin Car- Kevin Garnett went fifth, mm. and he was, um, yeah, he was fr- he, right out of high school from Chicago, um, Farragut Academy High School. And wh- where did he get drafted? Garnett went to. <sighs> he went fifth to the Minnesota. Timberwolves? Yep, Timberwolves. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see how long he played. There really was nobody in that draft. Oh my god! Um, where's this stat? I have to look this up. Well, I mean, the first pick was Joe Smith, Antonio McDice. Oh, okay. My apologies. Jerry Stackhouse was third. Yo, Stackhouse out of UNC. To the 76ers. And then Rasheed Wallace. Was Rasheed out of UNC too? Rasheed, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they both came out as sophomores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a team. I didn't know this. Rasheed went to the Bullets. He, I always Shit. just remember him on the Blazers. And he, man, he was. Oh Rasheed. God, that, guy was, that dude would give me fits all the time, man. <laughs> Freaking Lakers. He was a. He was aggressive Match as up. shit, man. He played tough. Oh, that dude was a beast. And Damian Stoudemire at seventh went to the wow. Ra- went to the Raptors. There's a pull. I forgot about that name. So Theo Ratliff, eighteenth. Michael Finley, he was good. Finley, I remember Finley. Suns, I remember him from the Suns. 
Wow. <clears throat> yeah, Michael Finley, uh, sons from the Lakers. Lakers gave him that oh. pick. Okay, okay. He was like a James Worthy type dude, Michael Finley. Yeah. Had the same goggles on and everything. <laughs> I was always like, oh right. man, I wish the Lakers would have got him because he looks like James Worthy. Expects, dude. <laughs> so, well, there's our NBA, but yeah. Sad day in the NBA in the sports world. But, yeah. Uh, Still so, hard to believe. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll be watching stuff all week on it. So Some guy that, that fucking young. And had so much, like, doing so much with the community. Uh, yeah, he and, didn't He didn't just retire and, all right, I'm out. Yeah. He was trying to, you know, do good things in the community <clears throat> for the kids. And then, uh, you know, just businesses, running businesses, investments, and all sorts of stuff. He was just trying to, that's ah, just terrible. But Yeah. Kind of like uh, pass on the legacy or, you know, yeah. just share the wealth of knowledge. All right, so we'll move on to um, let's, let's move on to uh, your San Francisco football 49ers. About it. Congratulations. Dude. Unbelievable. I mean, the fastest turnaround. Like, what was the record last year? <clears throat> and I've I've I have two 49er podcasts I listen to that are mm-hmm. like and one of them is a very good insider. And I can when when I watch the pressers, I can hear when he he's at every presser and I can I can I know his voice that you know, he has very good access and he has all the good good question shit. But so Shanahan's first year. It would have been John Lynch and Shanahan, their first year. They started out the year <clears throat> eight straight losses. This would have been seventeen. So eight straight losses, and I think they went on to win six. Mm. Following year, of course, this year Jimmy G blew out his ACL. Yep. Ironically against the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't I didn't remember what team it was against. And then I was, you know, you know, just of watching all the coverage. Uh, it was against the Chiefs. They went four and twelve last year. That's it. Wow. Four and twelve. Well, who was the backup? So they were second. They were second in the draft last year. They got they were second pick. Number one pick was the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. and the Arizona Cardinals actually beat the Niners twice last year. Hmm. So it was like it was. Uh, and I guess in their defense, there was about five games that were super close. So their backup, their first backup was C.J. Beathard out of Iowa. Okay. Teammates to George Kittle, best player in the NFL. But uh, I don't. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what happened. If if the fact that he just didn't perform and. Nick Mullins got a shot. Oh, big dick Mullins. And big, big dick Nick. And one, well, I'll tell you what, once Nick Mullins got in there and proved himself, he didn't relinquish that 
that spot at all because he played he played pretty damn good. Yeah, I remember thinking, for, oh, do we have a QB controversy here? <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I'm pretty sure he was undrafted, undrafted pickup, and man, he just he took full advantage of that opportunity. Man, it was it was pretty awesome to watch. Mm. <clears throat> and then you know a good Niners. I won't say always drafted good, but they're pretty damn good at drafts. And they had last year, obviously they had a great draft class and man, I cannot believe the turnaround. If at, at the point they were eight and O to start the season, I would have said, you know, they not likely, but like they could have lost their next eight games and they would have went to 500. Going 500 was a victory for me with my expectations. Wow. Especially, especially coming off a 4-12 season. Like, how can you, you know, how can you predict a 13-3 and season? You can't. Now, if, if, they, if, they go, if they go on to, I'm trying to think, if they go on to win the Super Bowl, I think it, it's, it would be the biggest, you know, the, the biggest turnaround in NFL history. If for, for, when from they one do, year to the next. pretty much. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> count count chickens before they're hatched, but eggs. But man, uh, you know, I'm I'm glued. I'm glued to like social media and you know all the sports shows and shit and the expert listen listen to all the thoughts and mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're everybody's just Jimmy G's getting zero respect. None. No, yeah. I'm not going to say he's he's not he's not Aaron Rodgers. He, you know, he didn't he didn't prove that yet. But by no means is he a slouch. But man, he is getting like he just they're just shitting on him. Like, uh, yeah, because they're saying, he, oh, he's just handed it off. He's not yeah, oh uh, yeah. It's like you don't have to. Like that last game, they didn't need to pass. It's like stop the it's short stop it's his short memory. Running. Yeah, yeah, it's short memory because middle of the season. If if we don't have Jimmy G, we're not winning a lot of them games. Mm-hmm. The Saints, the Saints game was a, an absolute shootout, forty eight to forty six. Mm. I think he put up four hundred and four TDs. Like it was just straight offensive attack, and Jimmy G killed it. He has some dumb interceptions now and again. Some takes some dumb sacks, but you also got to remember he only started like twenty five games. You know, as as a starter. Mm. <clears throat> so I'm sure that's all in due time, but uh, yeah, the last two, the playoff games. Obviously, I think Garoppolo maybe 15 pass against the Vikings. He had a little over 100 yards, and then against Green Bay, he had eight attempts. He went six for eight. But like you said, if <laughs> they didn't need to, <laughs> if if the other team can't stop the run. Why would you stop yeah. running? Kyle's not going to stop doing it. Just you run it right you down. You melt the, the clock. Yep. And you're successful. S- stop it. Stop the run. All right, then we'll throw. Yeah, he can so, throw. That's not that's not an issue. If he needs to throw, he can throw it. Yep. You're right. It's just But people, you know, they just can't believe you bastards. They, they remember what happened Jimmy. last week, you know? <laughs> Yeah, for real. Thanks. Thanks for that, Patriots. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. 
Thank, thank <sighs> Robert Kraft for that. He, he forced Bill to trade Jimmy. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. But and Jim and uh, Bill did Jimmy a favor by sending him to San Fran. To a, yeah, what he was, he, you know, yeah, he could have been a them off to any, Yeah, he could have shipped them yeah. off to Cleveland or something, you know, at that time. Sure. But he was going to do it. <clears throat> but uh, let's see. I mean, they lost three games. Uh, first loss was against Seattle at Niners, which was a tough one. And that was a field goal victory. And then lost to the Ravens. Actually, the uh, the Seahawks loss was in overtime. As as time's running out, now I'm gonna get my games confused. Yeah, the the Ravens game then go to OT. But <clears throat> you know, as time's expiring, mm. they lose to Seahawks, and that was with a very deplenished. Like, we didn't have Staley or McGlinchey, I think, at that point. Maybe Juszczyk. But we didn't have Robbie Gold. Picked up some, like, I'll just say some kid. Kind of off the street. He, <coughs> I think he hit three or four field goals, and he missed an opportunity. He, he hit a game, basically a field goal, to go into overtime with no time on the clock. So he was able to get the Niners OT, and then he did have a shot to win it in OT, and he shanked it. That was his only missed field goal. But uh, like I said, that one hurt. Baltimore, all the hype. Lamar Jackson, rainy game in Baltimore, and they beat they beat us by three with a you know a long Justin Tucker field goal, which mm. that guy's automatic. Yeah. <clears throat> but tough games, close. Uh First game against the Rams blew him out, who was the defending NFC champions. And that was early in the year. And I was like, wow, I can't believe the Niners just did that to the Rams. You know, 20 to 7. They're pretty hyped up. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mean, that score doesn't indicate how big of a blowout it was. Uh, some other big game. Oh, the Saints game, bro. The Saints game was crazy. And then actually down the stretch, they had Green Bay, Saints, and Baltimore all in a row, which I don't know what stats, you know, obviously that the, the record books are, you know, he broke this record, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But apparently it was like the, the hardest three games of. Yeah, that was a tough you know, stretch. Based, based on their records, the hardest three consecutive games in any schedule ever. That's right. Because they were all stud teams. Absolutely waxed Green Bay at home. Aaron Rodgers had 104, which just doesn't happen. <clears throat> so completely waxed them. Second game is, uh, oh, was the second game against Baltimore? Yeah, now Baltimore. Like, I have okay, it in front Baltimore. of me here, yep. Okay, so, so you guys, lost that. So you guys beat Green Bay. Uh, beat Green Bay. 37-8. At home. Absolute yep. destruction. And then you went to Baltimore, lost 17-20. <laughs> yep. And then, and then the Saints. Saints. <laughs> a victory. crazy. 48-46. to 46. Uh, Watching that game, I'm just like, <laughs> I know our defense is better than this, but. They just kept scoring, and we just kept scoring. It was just 
it was. Uh, if you're a football fan, that game was amazing to watch. If you're a fan Absolute of offense, shootout, yeah, yeah. Huge, you know, like big, the, I think it was a fourth and three at the end of the game for the Niners. <clears throat> a choice route for Kittle. Like, probably, like all the videos I see, probably the biggest play besides the, the Week 17 stop against Seattle, uh, the, the Kittle, where he goes for like 20 or 30 yards with a guy on his back, face masking him, and two other guys trying to bring him down. Like, that was just, it was yeah. unbelievable. It was, it was, that play was Kittle personified. Like, th- that's how this guy plays. And even if you're not a fan, you know, you you hate the Niners. Kittle is just one guy that, how can you hate him? Like, yeah, like awesome. Gronk. Yeah, he's like How Gronk. can you hate that guy? Yep. Because he's not a dickhead. He's not arrogant. Uh, he doesn't have an ego. He's fun. He plays hard. Like, he's amazing. He's just really something else. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> pulled out that victory. Had a couple other close ones. I know Arizona game was close. Actually, our our had a practice squad running back come in on that second Arizona game, and his touchdown out of the backfield won it for us. <laughs> well, after the Saints game that you guys win 48-46, you go to Atlanta. Okay. Oh, uh, not well, only that, not, but like not well, you didn't go to Atlanta. <laughs> that was at that was home. Yeah, and you lose that game twenty-two to twenty-nine. But it was like. It was like before that Carolina, we played Carolina week, I don't know, five ish, maybe six, seven. I forget when it was. Uh, week eight. Yep. <clears throat> week eight. Okay. There you go. Yep. Week eight. Oh, you know, oh, this is the biggest test for the Niners. Like every, every game, you know, as the Niners are, you know, increasing that winning streak. Oh, uh, this is going to be the biggest test for them. That was, the uh, real, you know, that was the true test right there. Carolina. Uh, yeah. Well, like I, Carolina, I mean, yeah. Week for eight. Real? Yeah. Uh, Act- I believe it was at Carolina. Am I am I wrong about that? No, no that, that was on the road. That, that was in that was at San Fran. That was at San Fran. No, week eight. Because remember, they had the throwback all whites. Um, and and they absolutely killed them. I mean, it wasn't blew even blew Carolina out of the water. Fifty-one to thirteen. And even in that loss, like they still, uh, McCaffrey. That was the biggest rushing against them all year. McCaffrey still went for one hundred and thirty, I think, on them. But other than that. They nothing, nothing happened, and that was, <clears throat> dude. I just saw the highlight the other day, and it was the first time I saw it in a while. Bosa, like unimpeded, running to the running to sack, uh, whatever the hell's name is, backup for the Panthers. He tries to float it over Bosa. He gets up there and picks it off in the backfield, and almost he's, he's like seven yards short of a pick six. Right. I'm like, like, this guy's different, dude. Nick Bosa. Yeah. And then earlier than that, you had the the skins game. Like, it was an ugly win, but it was a win. It was all oh, the weather you know, was insane. Rain, mud. It was all field goals, but it was like nine nothing. <clears throat> just another, you know, it was a it was a different game. It was a different, you know, they found a different way to win it. It's and good to win games thing. like that. And that's one thing Shanahan preached, like in his uh, all his speeches in the in the locker room. Like, well, I didn't think we'd be able to find another way to win it, but we did. It was like every game was like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now back to play Atlanta at at home, and at that point, it's like 
this should be a layup. Atlanta sucked this year. Like, uh, looking really good. Like, we have, at that point, two losses. Like, this is, look, the season's panning out. This should be a, this should be a W. And then we have a couple more tough games. And, man, <coughs> Atlanta just wasn't having any of it. And we just couldn't get shit done against them, man. And I remember there was another game came down to the wire. The the last possession for the for the uh, Falcons was a a reviewed. It was it was called <clears throat> it was called a touchdown on the field. But they reviewed it, and the guy didn't have uh, he had one hand on the ball, but it was on top of the ball, palming it. But that ball was on the ground, so it was not was not considered a catch. Next play was Julio Jones uh, caught it was was hit right at the goal line. Didn't look like he was in, and they called it no <laughs> touchdown. But then they, when they went to review it, he broke the plane. It was like, <laughs> oh my god, we just like we just lost to Atlanta. And then <laughs> <clears throat> ensuing kickoff was I think there was two seconds left. So they score a touchdown, extra point, two seconds left, kick it off. And at that point, it's like, all right, this return has to be, you know, this the silly game of laterals across the field and dumb shit. And Falcons ended up getting the ball and scoring a touchdown at the end. So after that was like, you know, uh, Niners lost to this, you know, shitty Falcons team. And Falcons, you know, scored well, they didn't kick an extra point, so they scored most of, most amount of points. They scored thirteen points in two seconds. Was the stat was the stat line because that's what was on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If nobody, if you didn't watch this game, you would think how did, how are you scoring that many points in two seconds? Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that was a rough one because that should have made the the end of the season that much easier. Now, if you have that in front of you, what do you got after? Yeah, after the Falcons, I think it's like what? Uh, then you go, you play the, uh, you play the Rams at home. Rams, which was a yeah. tough one. Yeah, thirty-four, thirty-one, Niners win. Rams played way tougher. Followed by Seahawks, I think. At Week Seattle, 17? yep. At, yeah, Seahawks at Seattle. Whoever wins this game at that point tied records, I believe, and uh, and pretty much control of first place then. Yeah. If if the Niners win, obviously first place in the NFC, home field advantage by week. If the Niners would would have lost that game, they would have been the fifth seed. Playing, yeah, that was crazy. I remember saying field. that to you. I'm like, if you guys lose this, you're <clears throat> gonna drop four positions. Yeah, like that's some shit, man. That's 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 one thing that's really. <sighs> I, I mean, I know it's based on number one seed of each division, but mm. that's a hard pill to swallow. That yeah. You know, potentially could have been uh, a twelve and four team as a fifth seed going to play an Eagles team that had ten wins. Like, oh, but that's just the way it goes. And yeah, and you guys pulled that one much, out. Twenty six. As much 21. as I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded to go to Philly and beat him, but <laughs> man, it proved <laughs> yeah. to be that number one seed. Yeah, the, you, you bi- the bye week was absolutely. Huge That's for huge, the Niners. Dude. Huge. And I think every team but... Because Baltimore won their first game. 
Chiefs won their first game. Uh, who the heck? No. What are you talking about? Playoffs? Playoffs? I'm trying to think of the... the, the talking about playoffs? Baltimore about had a bye week. The four, the four teams that had bye weeks. Yeah. Oh, you mean... Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Baltimore Packers. lost. So, so, Baltimore actually lost after their, their bye week. They were right. the only team to lose after their bye week. Yeah. Yep. And I'll tell you what, man. That put a smile on my face yep. because uh, they were so... Hyped up. Well, and, they, they yeah. even predicted the Super Bowl win at one point. At one of the, uh, Thomas, Earl Thomas did. Dude. Yeah. So I was like, and really? You guys going to get that cocky right now? Like, come on. There's a lot of football to be played. Yeah, that's a little bit, a little bit early to. Uh, and that was at the talking, point where I was like, yeah, and I was at the point where I was like, oh, come on, New England, just. One more shot at him because the, when we played him, it, yeah, I mean, we played good for three quarters and fell apart in the fourth. But, um, but the, the type of hype Lamar Jackson got, Jesus God, dude. Yeah, like he was gonna surpass and, Brady and all sorts of stuff. And Niners, Niners played him good on D. He still ran for a lot, mm. but he didn't really, he didn't really kill it like like he did all year. Yeah, but man, I'll tell you what, they went into that. Uh, they went into that Titans game just like they had already chalked that up as a win. Honestly, like they just yeah, went they in there. Yep. <clears throat> uh, how do you do that? I don't know. Like you got to take every freaking opponent they, serious. And they didn't. Man. And they, they were just and they right by them. Fell right into the trap. They believe they just, their own They're just very cocky all year. Yeah. Uh, what's their, their – why can't I think of the running back right now for the Ravens? Oh. Um, Came from the Saints. Oh, Shit. Jesus. Alabama too. kid came from the Saints. This is his first year with the Ravens. But like every presser, he was so cocky and just like hyping Lamar Jackson up. And Tennessee came out. I was watching that game and I couldn't believe what I was watching. 14 nothing with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Mark Ingram. And yep. Mark Ingram. Yep. And they just couldn't come back from it. And Lamar Jackson, man, the big the moment was bigger than him, and he he just he was rattled, and he wasn't making throws. Mm. He was just he was just sailing everything. He just, he looked like shit, and and they played like shit. They were just way too way too overconfident. Thought they had a dub in the bag, and <clears throat> well, they were at the Pro Bowl this weekend. <laughs> All how many Pro Bowlers went? Uh, how many did they have? Going? Like like eleven, I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> was that meme you posted? Hey, good news, Ravens. Yeah, all these guys are <laughs> are gonna be there. And then the Niners social media sent out a a meme that was like, uh, "Bad news, no 49ers will be attending the Pro Bowl game this year." <laughs> oh, did they really? That's, yeah, that's I was like, "Awesome, that's so good." <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it! Sweet. <clears throat> but uh, wow. Yeah, so then you get to the playoffs, and it, and then it's just it's just like, you know, Niners were called pretenders all year, and the Vikings a huge game over the Saints. I mean, mm-hmm. I watched that game, and holy shit, they're they're the Saints go again. They they yeah. just didn't they didn't win the big <clears throat> one again. My boy, uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, dude, he had a game. You like that? He lit it up. 
And then after that game, the Vikings were very hyped. Like, this is a good test for the Niners. I don't think, you know, I don't think you're going to see the Niners, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? They just went out and they were, they just put it to them. I think they held, I think they held, uh, uh, shit. Dalvin Cook, who ran all over the Saints. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think he had 30 yards rushing. Like it was in, it was nuts. I think as a team, they had less than 50 yards rushing against the 49ers. First drive, uh, Vikings. Let's see. Picked up a picked up a big first down, threw to the same cornerback, the cornerback opposite Richard Sherman, and then scored a touchdown on a on a nice play to Stephon Diggs. But the Niners quarterback really he he really blew that play, and right there was a, a decision was made. They were pulling a Kella Weatherspoon, and they were putting in uh, Emmanuel Mosley to to now be the starter. Starting cornerback opposite Richard Sherman, so they Niners, Niners took you know no time. They made that adjustment, and after that, it was it was basically a wrap. Like it was it was over. <clears throat> and then a story comes out after that game, mm. like uh, you know the Akella Weatherspoon who basically got benched said to special teams coach, "Hey." I want all Emmanuel Mosley's snaps on on special teams. He needs he needs his energy and and you know f- f- to play defense. So it's like this. That's why I keep I keep telling you and kind of everybody that that I you know I can legit talk football with. Like this Niners team is it's different. Like there's there's no mm-hmm. egos on the team. Right. There's no there's no big shots. Um, Lynch and, and Shanahan just got got it instilled in this locker room. Like it's it's just a it's a different feel. Uh, <clears throat> and then the last two games, like Kittle got, I think the last, last two games combined, maybe got three targets. Emmanuel Sanders really didn't get much, <clears throat> and none of these guys, you know, go to the sideline bitching about stats, targets. You know, I right. want throws. They're 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 in you know they're they're all in on the just the team mentality. We we want to win, and yeah. it's really like man, it's just it's just something different. This day and age, it's different. I, I like to think that uh, Wes Welker brought the Patriot way there. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, dude. He was <laughs> he was a big help. He's the uh, wide receiver coach. Mm-hmm. He's a huge help. Yeah. Uh, from from the podcast I listened to. <laughs> Big help this season, and then picking up Emmanuel Sanders, a vet. Oh, that was huge! Wide receiver. It's it was almost like on on the other side of the ball, bringing Richard Sherman in for that vet. Yeah, like obviously he's still a stud and can do it, despite what all the experts say. Blah, blah whatever. But just having that kind of experience in the locker room on this young group of kids, like I'll call them kids. Like you can't like that's invaluable, and that's what I think. That's what Wes, Wes Welker brought to the team, and uh, bringing in Emmanuel Sanders. Like that's exactly what he did to these. All our all the receivers are, besides Emmanuel Sanders are like th- third year max mm-hmm. draft pick. Debo Samuel's a, 
a rookie this year. And he's he's right right now. He surpassed Emmanuel Sanders. He's wide receiver man. one. Debo has man some great draft picks. <clears throat> Jesus, they killed it. They killed the draft last year. And but, just uh, and and to step in right away and make you know make uh, a dude, difference like, is, is amazing. <clears throat> like I watched all the preseason games that were televised that I could. Mm-hmm. They drafted and watching the draft, you know. They they take Bosa at two. It's like always. <clears throat> it was always like the Niners' way that okay, you're taking best player available, with with a few exceptions. You know, if you don't need that position, then obviously you're not going to take it. Best player available at that time was Nick Bosa. <clears throat> Drafted him, and it was like you can almost feel like you know he's you know he's going into a four and twelve team. How pumped is he? Then, like preseason, he injury like oh, that's he's right. not practicing a lot. It was like I'm just thinking like, <sighs> yo, what? Because I remember Joey Bosa when he got drafted to Chargers, he had some I don't know if it was injury or just uh, they didn't get a contract nailed out early. Like it took a while to get that contract. That's what it was. It took them a while to get a contract nailed out, and I'm just like, fuck. This number two pick, like, what the hell's going on? And he played, like, first couple games, played good. But, <clears throat> man, obviously, I don't, I don't even need to explain how, mm. how insanely crucial he's been. The, the whole D-line's just, it's fucking, it's fun to watch, dude. Yeah, yeah they are. I mean, so <laughs> much nuts. speed and so much, you know, just talent across the board it's, it's crazy it's fun to watch for sure and and like yeah niners niners made the super bowl in 13 <clears throat> since then they've let's be honest they've kind of sucked since then but since then their drafts you know they right now they have well they traded for d ford but he was a first round pick armstead first round pick DeForest buckner first round pick nick bose a first round pick solomon thomas who comes in he he actually comes into sub as a first round pick, um, and you know that's how they they built this team on draft picks, uh, undrafted. They have a lot of undrafted free agents that worked out. It's just it's been it's been a fun ride to, man. The fact that they're going to the fucking Super Bowl is crazy, dude. Yeah, congrats, man. So fucking pumped. I love this week too, leading up to the Super Bowl. It's oh. so much fun. You got media day and, you know, you get, I can't, I need to get, I need to find the <laughs> schedule and, and DVR stuff on NFL network and shit. Yeah. I just, I just want to catch everything. Yep. Take it all in, man. Yeah. You know when you're back again, that's the thing. <clears throat> so yeah. And then, okay. Vikings beat the piss out of the Vikings. And then it's okay. Green Bay. Of Which, course. Week twelve, kill absolutely right, wrecked them. But but Green Bay didn't lose a game since that week twelve. Right, and and Aaron Rodgers said, "Next time we play them, we'll be ready." Right. Let's not forget that. And it's like, you know, you got to believe it because it's Aaron Rodgers. Right. Absolutely. And, I was a little nervous going into that game. I'm like, I don't know, like, Curry. <laughs> I've never I've never been an Aaron Rodgers hater. As a matter of fact, the last Super Bowl the Steelers were in, mm-hmm. Green Bay. You, you of all people know 
how much I cheered for fucking Green Bay to beat the Steelers. <laughs> so I, I was a big Aaron Rodgers fan for that, dude. I was so pumped on that. Yeah, I remember exactly what I was doing that <clears throat> that day. I had a paintball tournament in New York, mm. <clears throat> an indoor paintball tournament in New York. We were traveling back through the snow, like it was it was just shitty. Listening to it on the radio, and the the guys I was traveling with was a father and two sons, and it was me. And they were all like, I wouldn't say huge football fans, but their team was the Steelers. <laughs> so just like, come on, <laughs> hey, please win this shit. But so you always have that Aaron Rodgers factor, and of course all the <coughs> all the experts were, uh, you know, huh, it's gonna be a different one for the Niners this time around. It's not gonna be the same game. Uh, I remember this this goddamn Kyle Brandt on NFL Network. Do you remember he did the whole <clears throat> the whole pump up speech before the before the Eagles play the Seahawks? He did the Wolf on Broad Street bullshit. Oh, you know, okay. yeah. You have to go back and watch it if you ever, unless you've never seen Wolf on Wall Street. I've never <laughs> seen it, but I know I know what clip you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Leonardo DiCaprio right. inspirational speech. Yeah. So he did that. I'm not leaving. Shit the bet. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shit the bet on that. I'm not fucking leaving. Then he does a speech. Uh, Green Bay. They got a better quarterback than the Niners. They got a better running back than the Niners. They got better receivers, and they have a tight end who actually co- accomplished something. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. And then we know what happened. Mm. 27 nothing at the the end of the first fucking half. I think at that point, Rodgers had like 60 yards passing. And, and let's be honest at that point, shit, it was over. It was a wrap. Yeah. Uh, well, I kept saying it's over and you're like, oh, not yet. Not yet. I know. Was- I don't want to be that guy. And I know you're like in my heart. I'm like, I know it's over, but it's like, I don't want that to jinx me. Right. You're probably ready Tevin- to kill me when I said that. <laughs> Second quarter starting running back Tevin Coleman who killed it against Seattle or uh, the Vikings. He had a great, he had a great day. Kind of like pretty much cement himself as RB one, mm. uh, came out against green Bay running great. And then one play, he actually busted for a big play, but like going to the ground, how you just naturally, you know, brace your, your weight, your body. He separated his shoulder on that play. At first it looked like a, maybe an elbow or wrist. Didn't know. Like it, it must have been serious. They brought a stretcher to take him off the field with a, a separated shoulder, dude, or a dislocated shoulder. Is yeah, what it was. So that was some serious pain. Um, all right, next guy up, Mostert, who, who throughout the year, like I've seen a lot out of him, and he all year long he had like he was averaging over six yards a carry, and I, we all saw Breida killed it at some points. Mostert killed it. Tevin Coleman killed it. And man, Tevin Cole or uh, Mostert took that and literally took that and ran with it because he just fucking a what a what a what a running performance, dude. Two twenty with four touchdowns. Unreal. And th- there's only one rushing performance in the playoffs to ever top that, and that's Eric Dickerson. Wow. Thank you, ran for two fifty. Two two fifty or two sixty, he ran for. That's elite, you know. Eric Dickerson, elite running back. Mm. 
<clears throat> and then of course, like after that game, the huge like every every sports show was just talking about the whole story of Moster, which I, I had remember. already known. Yeah. I already had already known. He played a lot last year and played well. And I'm like, dude, he's playing. He's running good for just literally a nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they b- break down his his NFL career. He gets drafted by the Eagles, which is just pure irony because we hate the fucking Eagles. Ugh. And I want to say, I think it was 2015. Cut, cut by the Eagles and the next five teams that he played for. I was going to say six total, right? Before yeah, Niners, six so. totals. Eagles, I don't know that. I know it's Eagles, Browns, Jets, <clears throat> Dolphins, Ravens, I believe, was in there. And he said he said the biggest uh, like gut punch. Like He was brought into all these teams as a special teams guy. And even at the Niners, with the Niners, he came in as a special teams guy. Because he went to Purdue, ran track super fast. <clears throat> um, had limited success last year at Purdue, but when you when you go down those six teams that cut him, he had zero NFL carries for all those teams. None. Mm. They didn't even give this guy an opportunity. That's and, unreal. You know, Shanahan saw it last year and was like, "Yeah, eh, try you know try him out." Last year, I think. Uh, they didn't have Tevin Coleman. Uh, they traded and got, well, they free agent got uh, Jet McKinnon from the Vikings. And the last two years now, Nee hasn't played at all since they signed him. So it's like, fuck. It's like almost a lot of, I see it as, you know, wasted money, but that's that's what happens. That's how it goes. <clears throat> so it was Breed and Mostert pretty much. Uh, and he did he did well last year. But this Green Bay game was just like it was a different story. Mm. He he runs, and and you know he don't get all the credit, but just the the whole the Shanahan playmaking, the play calling, genius. The, he's a genius, dude. He's he's an absolute wizard. wizard. Yeah. The, the the run, the block, even the the blocking schemes are are very detailed. You know, everybody got, you know, everybody knows which, who they're going to block at the next level. It's just like, yo, it's like watching, like I said, he's like a conductor, dude. He's just watching, watching his orchestra work. I think one of these experts said it really good. Like besides quarterback handing the ball off and the running back running the ball, the other nine guys are blocking and they have their assignments. And dude, the, the Packers had wanted nothing to do with Mostert. He, they wanted nothing to do with tackling him that day, <clears throat> and he's a patient guy too. Like he'll he'll you know he'll he'll slow it up and mm-hmm. and wait for a hole to open up and just kind of like Bell, you know, yep. turn it very much like Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Like you know he was always seen as you know he's a patient runner, he hits the hole, but Mostert does the same thing, and he averaged like, I think he averaged seven yards that day and the whole second half. The Packers knew it was a run. You know, they knew they were running it. So even even knowing every play was a run game, was a run play, still average over seven yards, I think, or over six yards, which is crazy. And then they incorporate Debo to the run game, wide receiver, uh, jet sweeps, 
he he absolutely trucked Green Bay safety, and he tripped him up with like he just kind of like tripped him up on the play, and Debo like lost his balance, or he would have he would have taken that house he would have taken that to the house for like a probably a sixty yard TD. But man, it's been it's been a hell of a year. And then then I see clips from that game. Mm-hmm. It's like Kittle on the sideline talking to talking to, to Emmanuel Sanders. You know, they're talking like I don't, you know. Yo, do you <laughs> Kittle goes, "Yo, you ever have a game that you never caught a pass?" <laughs> <laughs> and Emmanuel Sanders like, "No, I don't think I did, but you know what? Let's just keep blocking. They don't they don't care." Right. Then there was a conversation with with uh, it was Mostert and I think I think it was Emmanuel Sanders. Like, you know, yo, this Mostert's like, hey, is this run this running's gonna really open the passing game for y'all? And he's like, he's like, man, I don't even care. Keep running the ball. I'm gonna keep blocking for you. Yeah. So it's like a very unselfish team that you know they're all in for that end goal. And I, I don't know. I don't remember any team like this. It's like, it's fu- it it's something else. That it's it's coaching and the culture there now. I mean, that's it's exactly. the top down, dude. Yep, it's the top down. Yep. <clears throat> After Harbaugh went out, you know, they went through some <sighs> pretty pretty shitty coaches. Like it was. It was it was almost a sh- it was it was kind of a shit show like mm-hmm. yo Jed York what what are you doing what are we doing yeah. you got rid of Harbaugh who absolutely turned the franchise around like I'll forever be grateful for for Har I'll always be a, fa- a fan of Harbaugh uh, and then when they they made the the Lynch signing like they get Trent Baalke got rid of him they kind of clean house okay John Lynch I didn't see that coming you know I know of John Lynch I know he's a, a stud player, and at that point, he was a an announcer. <clears throat> and then they got Kyle. I think they got Kyle Shanahan. Like maybe even the same day it was announced. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. And you can just tell, like Jed York's, like it almost was like, all right, enough's enough. Time, time to bring this franchise back. And that's this season was just like a culmination of <clears throat> those two pickups. Oh, the coaching staff, the the draft picks, the free agency, the trades mid season. Fuck, man, yeah. it's it's pretty cool. So now it's one week a uh, week away today. Chiefs in the Super Bowl, man. Damn, and and man, are the the Chiefs pretty? <clears throat> I mean, they're hyped up. Obviously, they would kill our team. Uh, I think I think the Chiefs are were more hyped up last year. Like last year, oh, it was Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now Lamar Jackson took that role over this year, and it was all hype about Lamar Jackson. But the Chiefs, <clears throat> Chiefs are in there, and I'll tell you what, man, I watched those playoff games. I cannot believe the Texans. They they should away a twenty four zero lead. Unbelievable. I. St- I can, I cannot believe they did that. Uh, I was I was telling you if I'm coaching that team we're not blowing that lead. I'm telling you right now. It's, it wasn't going to happen. It's just there was a lot of bad coaching there. I'm just like shake rolling my eyes shaking my head like how do you blow that, bro? Terrible time management like how, and everything else. I mean the coaching that's, is bad. That comes down to coaching, dude. That comes that's coaching. It, when absolutely. your team puts you up 24 nothing, that's a coaching error. 
or many errors. Yep. And then, all right, next next year they got uh, the Titans, you know, at Chiefs again, Chiefs home field. <clears throat> Titans come out with a 14-0 lead. And then they blow up. Well, they extended it even to 17-7, I believe. And wasn't it, uh, wasn't it, or no, wasn't it 17 nothing? No, maybe not. It could have been. I I mean, regardless, at one point it was, you know, it was was a two touchdown lead. Yeah, yeah. And man. What are you doing? That, and when I saw, I didn't watch much of that game, but I did see, obviously, Mahomes rushing TD right before half. Yeah. Man, I've never seen a team that had that didn't want to tackle somebody as much as, as that. Yeah, it, we're talking to QB. He's he's uh his his escapability is awesome, but he don't have speed like a Lamar Jackson. He don't have speed moves like a Lamar Jackson. Right, and he broke like five hand t- arm tackles. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? They weren't uh, setting the edges at all. They were just letting Mahomes go around the corner every time. Like was, I see that, that was a kind of a coaching that was a coaching error there also. I mean Vrabel's a yeah. good coach though. He's a lot better than Bill O'Brien. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Bill O'Brien, I was telling you, he should have been yanked at halftime for that game. When um, I see those two games, man, and and sure they were tested very early. Like we're talking first quarter leads. And and then it was like it was over after that. Yeah. Yeah. But Bro, they weren't tested. Those last three quarters was it was like it was almost a breeze. Like, like I, I see that some of the Niners games they had this year, and and Shanahan talks to them like, "Hey, just think of this as a playoff game," and they had a lot of them this year. You know, a lot of hard games, and those I just think the way they rolled over those two teams in the in the last you know at least half of a game. I don't know, man. If they if they give up an early lead to to the Niners, it's Niners aren't giving it back like those two no, teams do. I don't I don't believe so. It that ain't happening. And the thing with you guys is you guys are so fast on defense. So I think you're gonna match up well against, you know, the receivers like, you know, and they, Tyree Kill, and Sammy about, Watkins, and Kelsey. I think you guys can yeah, really guard them. They talk about, oh, you know, they're the fastest. And I guess down to the analytics, like speed wise. Mm-hmm. They're 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 the fastest in the NFL. the The Niners are literally second fastest by a tenth of a mile an hour. <laughs> so oh, wow, they're they're very par for you know. Yeah, <clears throat> and all, that's one thing uh, that you know they talk about the Niners three running backs, and they're all like they're all four four running backs. They're all fast as shit. So like Shanahan picks up guys not based on like oh he killed in college or whatever like. Yo, he's fast, and this is, you know, he differs from this guy a little bit, and this guy's a bigger body, but they're all fast. Mm-hmm. Like, he just plugs the abilities into what what holes are, are you know, are necessary, they're looking for. I just, you know, and I know it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big test, uh, but man, I got all the confidence in the world with this team. And I think after that, that Seahawks, Oh, we didn't even talk about the Seahawks game. But, oh, that stop on the on the goal line there. Oh man, Hollister, but less than by, an inch by, away by a rookie yeah. linebacker, Jerry Greenlaw. Um, after that one, I'm like, you know what? I said, 
I don't think the Niners are going to lose another game. Yeah, I remember you saying. And, and then they had that bye week, and they got back. They got back. Quan Alexander, who went out with a pectoral tear, like early in the season. Uh, D Ford, uh, edge rusher, who they got ironically played for Kansas City last year, <clears throat> and Jaquaski Jaquaski Tart. They're one of you know their safety. And their first game back was against the Vikings, and it was, it was like holy shit, those three guys back really, really made a big difference. Like their their already really good defense was like just bolstered even more. Like fuck. best defense, you know. Patriots slid off a little bit at the end, mm-hmm. so which pretty much gives the Niners like the best defense in the league at that point, but especially during the playoffs. And I saw I saw a stat the other day, like uh, you know the last last teams that had uh, fifty five or more sacks going to the Super Bowl. Every one of those teams won the Super Bowl. Wow, yeah. And and wow. I think back to like uh, you know last time the Niners were in the Super Bowl was against the Ravens, who had a crazy good defense. And man, it defense wins championships. Ain't no lie about it. So. Mm-hmm. I hope this holds true and <clears throat> the running game's good. And man, if <laughs> if they need Jimmy G to go out there and sling it, he's gonna sling it. There's no two ways about uh, it. Yeah, he can get it done. He's way overlooked. You know, obviously all the talks that here's one of my pet peeves of these uh you know, these sports shows like the matchup is Mahomes against Jimmy G. And Jimmy, you don't get a shot against Mahomes. Like, <laughs> you, you know how no. football works, right? Yeah. Like, uh, he has to go they're not going to be defense? on the field. At, they're not going to be on the field at the same time. So that's not a matchup, first of all. <sighs> it's like, all right, you know, just keep discounting us. I like the underdog role. Oh, yeah, been absolutely. Doing, been doing it all year. Yeah. All year long. So I think last I saw, uh, Chiefs are point and a half favorite. Okay. But, man, I just – I got no doubts. I got no doubts about this team. So what's uh, Super Sun, uh, Super Bowl Sunday look like for you? What do you do? What do you do Super to get Bowl prepared? Sunday, what are you going to do? Get up early? So so these last few games, actually, like, every game that was national televised, I watched it by myself in my, you know, my, my own domain. Mm-hmm. But, uh, obviously, Niners fan, I'm not that lucky – a lot most of the games are not prime time or televised or Monday night, whatnot. So I watched at my buddy's buddy Heisey's house because he has a ticket. But the last three weeks, three games, I like to watch games solo, dude. Yep. Not gonna lie. Same way. I like to be I like to be pissed off by myself. And, you know, I'll be loud and cheering and obnoxious. But every year, we do a super super bottle share. Super bottle just, share. Yeah. Okay. So craft craft beer, we get together, and and pop just ridiculously good and rare craft beers and share it. You know, have a whole a whole spiel. You know, a whole deal. Food, great beers, Super Bowl, and you know that's not going to change this year. Going to Heisey's house, going to going to do the super bottle share, but it's like. As I think forward to that, I'm like, oh, 
man, I'd really like to be by myself to watch this game. Oh, are you going to watch it not, high I, Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought maybe the super bottle share would be moved up to like noon or something. <laughs> and then you go home around five and watch the game. Oh, man. Wow. I can't believe this. So, Heisey, yeah, a, a Denver Broncos fan, right? Denver Broncos fan. All right. Yeah. Who, who like, I'm like, after the Niners, you know, one, one against Green Bay, I'm like, I'm like, yo, say there's some Denver ties in this Super Bowl, dude. Mm-hmm. Got Emmanuel Sanders from the Denver Broncos. Right. Former head coach who won the Super Bowls, Mike Shanahan, who was originally a 49ers assistant back in the golden days. You know, his mm-hmm. kid Shanahan now coaching. Did you happen to see the uh, trophy ceremony at the NFC Championship game? Uh, uh, sure. Kyle didn't know about it. So they come up there. Terry Bradshaw got the mic. Um, oh, yes, And I to did. present the award is Mike Shanahan. Yeah. Yeah, that and was Mike awesome. Mike Shanahan's, <clears throat> you know, he's saying a few, you know, nice words to, to Jed York. And he's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you deserve this. And Jed York's like, don't give it to me. Give it to him and points to Kyle. And then, you know, father gives his son the NFC championship. Yeah. They embrace like, dude, how cool is that? Yeah, that's an awesome moment. Yeah. So there you go. You know, Jed York, like, don't give it to me, dude. This guy deserves it. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be at, I'll be at Heisey's. I, I mean, I'll, I'll be drinking the good craft beers, but. You don't want to be drunk, though, for the game. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be drunk. There's no way around these beers. You're getting drunk. Oh man! No. But I'm not gonna be like. I, I'm gonna pay attention. I'm still gonna be obnoxious and loud and annoying. <laughs> That's not gonna change. Right. But my attention level to everything else is gonna be nil. It's pure focus on the game. <sighs> so you have a, you get- It's. It's like a week away, dude. I'm. I'm like nervous. <laughs> Dude, I was nervous for the Vikings game. I think I might even said to you guys, I'm like, I can't believe how nervous I am for this. Like, mm. I don't even, I don't even know if I was this nervous on the driver's stand for a fucking <laughs> aim, aiming at the Nationals that I won. <laughs> I'm just like nervous, and I like obviously I have no say in the outcome of this game, but right, that's dude. That I'm, a, I'm a fucking diehard. Absolutely, and that's that's how it goes fully invested wow. and there are a lot of like you know i see i see niners gear um i just question like come on really <clears throat> dude <coughs> and i was like out grocery shopping the other day mm-hmm. rocking my rocking my hot boys hoodie niners linebacker core hot boys <clears throat> um niners hat and i got my bluetooth earbuds in listening to the uh niners press conference that day and I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for somebody to just you know try to call me out. Oh, you you a fan this year, huh? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Just being like a clown like that, like yeah. Because a uh, Fairweather fan's gonna listen to a press conference grocery shopping. <laughs> I love that stuff though. Press conferences, everything. I listen, dude. To they're all. so cool. Yeah, man, they're awesome. Yeah. That's why I said I need to I need to find the schedule. For you know the whole week, yeah. Catch, catch, just catch everything. Now I wonder if the 49ers are doing anything like the pa- Patriots last year. They started a Patriots network on YouTube. 
Oh. And it shit. was basically 24-7 stuff from the oh. Super Bowl week. It was pure. That'd be so cool. Oh, dude, it was great because. I'd be geeking out on that. Yeah, they showed everything, like the media day and everything. And then they replayed it yeah. late at night and stuff like that. But it, it continuously went all night. And That's cool. I was so, so hopefully I have to look on there and see if the 49ers have anything. And uh, yeah, it was really neat, though, to see. I don't know. I, I just always took the first week off like you probably did. You know, last week you had. Yeah, there's, you, yeah not much. There's just nothing the going standard. on, but it was kind of no. like I'm taking a break, too, because you follow this team all year and you're really oh, into it. Man. You're passionate. So like, you, yo, I need, a, I need a break. Yeah, if you could take a vacation that week, that's great. Do that. And then you come back Monday, which is tomorrow for media day. And, and you just. There you go. You're off to the races all this week. There's going to be stuff going on every day. And, uh, you know, they got Radio Row set up there at the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You got all these talk shows going on and stuff like that. It's just a fun time. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Uh, The only thing, like, (laughs) I think they got enough just the way they've been all year. And, you know, they got a few vets. I just hope, like, you know, all all the interviews are like, you know, what what can these guys expect that haven't been there to Super Bowl? Like, it's it's a lot, and like the media obligations is the biggest thing. Yeah, like absolutely, it's way. And I just hope it. You know, they just keep themselves in check and shit. Well, how many players because, do you have that been there? Do you know? Because like, I was at work the other day checking out. I'm like, yeah, let me look at the roster and see how old everybody is. Mm. So guys that have been there before, Emmanuel Sanders. Two Super Bowls, one one. Same with Richard Sherman. Was it two one one? Joe Staley was at the 2013 Super Bowl. Man, and besides that, hey, unless you, you could count Jimmy G, yeah, you could count him up. in there. Even though yep. he's a backup, he yeah, still went through the whole process. He went through the whole thing. Sure, yeah, and, and, and he's he's been interviewed about that a lot too. Yep. Like you know, now that you're a starter, what can you expect? Blah blah blah. So besides those guys, and maybe. A guy here or there that was, you know, maybe a backup somewhere else. Everybody's young on that team. Like I said, I was going through. And besides, you got Richard Sherman, Emmanuel Sanders, Joe Staley, uh, another old line, and like a third string linebacker are, are guys over their 30s. Jimmy G's 28, and like the rest of the team is like 26 and younger. Very young team, which is like pretty exciting because you know it, it seems really good as it is at this at this youthful age. So it's like, yeah. man, I hope they're you know stick around there for a while. <clears throat> but uh, this just one of the last days of this week uh, was broke out that Jed York. Niner CEO is going to fly every 49ers employee, including interns, mm. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. You know, to to, to help get them over the hump. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. And, Holy shit, bro. And it's not only the team, you know, the team's getting to the Super Bowl, but it's all the people involved in the. in the. That's it. Man. Behind the scenes, you don't realize like the Patriots have this that, thing called uh, they have a they have a thing on YouTube and it's I forget what they call it now. 
<laughs> where they show you behind the scenes of the Patriots and stuff. Goes yeah. deep. Like Man. all the people involved, equipment managers, the chefs, the you know, the front office people, the secretary, all these things, how busy people are during the year, not just during the football season, during the freaking year. Yeah. They're constantly busy doing stuff. And it's like to, re, you know, finally get to reward those people is pretty cool to send those people to Super Bowl that normally don't get the recognition like the team does. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so that's really cool of uh, Jed to do shit. that. Like, let's be honest, like even just assistant coaches ain't getting rec- recognition. Yeah. So when you break it down to like, you know, equipment people and, you know, like you said, cooks and shit behind the scene. And the last thing I saw was like, you know, <laughs> number of employees and, and interns is like 1,500 Jesus. Wow. That yep. is, man. And he, that's the thing. Find me a team. Find me an owner that's going to do that, dude. That ain't happening. Robert Kraft. Um, <laughs> that's the thing. Like people like jump all over. Like I was thinking about this the other day. You know how people jump on athletes? Oh, they make you know all these. You know they make millions and yeah. You know who gives a shit about this team or whatever like that? And you mm-hmm. don't realize there's other people behind there that have jobs yeah. with the team that depend on a lot. You know of the success of the team or just depend on the NFL running in general. Like when you think of, oh, you know, let the players strike or whatever, you know, or let the NFL shut down when, you know, there's, yeah, people. there's a, how about the people that li- just work a at lot the arena? of livelihoods? Yeah. People yeah. that just work at these arenas. I mean, it, it, there's a lot on the line for everything when, you know, yeah, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> underdogs behind the scene. Yeah. And you really don't realize that until you watch something like, you know, behind the scenes at, Whatever team, it's any team yeah, NFL, yeah. or an NBA or whatever. It's just like there's so many people involved. Yeah, they're not making millions, but without them, you know, teams in trouble. A, yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a big machine with a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So I always think about that, like when people trash, you know, mm-hmm. oh, they're just a bunch of millionaires. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people right. behind the scenes too. So. Yeah, I couldn't believe when that uh, that story came out. Like, holy shit. Yeah. And I had you, like, after Sunday, I'm like, you know, just to, just to entertain it. I'm like, Gotti, look up prices for a Super Bowl ticket. Because <laughs> I, had, I, had I had one dude talk, I was talking to. He's an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I'll never forgive myself for not going to the, uh, the Super Bowl the Eagles, you know, the Eagles won. Right. Where, where they, they should <clears throat> have lost because two touchdowns should have never counted. But anyway. Very true. Yeah, right. And that's that's e- easy to say. That's super easy. Like, ah, oh, man, I should have that game. But then if you actually, like, Look like up. you looked into it. And that was like what? We're talking upper, upper, yeah. upper, upper. Oh, yeah, pass. it was upper. You're, you weren't getting in the lower. You're, you're <laughs> at the lights, dude. You're at the lights <laughs> for four grand. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. At that point, it was like, all right, I ain't. Ain't got a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and it's heartbreaking to see those prices because you're just like, damn, I'm you're, like, you're a true fan. You've been a fan yeah, forever like, to 49ers, and I you would, can't go to this goddamn game. Yeah. I mean, we can. Yeah, it's if really we, just out of the question. Yep. If we more, re, you know, refinance the house or something, but. <laughs> right. Or, or Jason could be a friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jason. Thanks, Jason. 
Uh, it's just unreal. Yo, if I, I, I see yo, if I see him at the Super Bowl, we're oh. fucking done. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that would be that would be terrible. God. <clears throat> so yeah, I'll be you know just watching from home. Yeah. Next year, Niners play at Jets and at Giants. So I'm like, you know what? Mm. I I, I could have easily went to the Redskins game this year, and I'm sure those ticket prices are ridiculously cheap. But then it turned out to be like a nasty game. The weather sucked. I'm like, eh. Yeah. I'm all right. <clears throat> but I definitely would like to go to a Jets or Giants game. I, I would love to make a game too, but every time I looked, it was like n- no ticket was cheaper than 250 and I was way up, you know? And it's like, yeah. man, I need two tickets. So that's $500. And you need to travel there. And then you need a hotel room. Or I could sit Bro, at home and watch it. You know, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm sitting. You know there. what the real, like, the hidden costs in, in that when you, you know, when you start thinking of prices, this, that, mm. parking oh. is. Ugh, absurd it's absurd 75 dollars. i was told to park at patriots yeah and that's probably that's probably like you know minimum yeah uh a couple years ago um through my brother when he was still sprint car racing um one of their sponsored team is legendary pitchers um they are also part owners of uh the steelers Hmm. <clears throat> Niners played at Steelers that year. I'm like, hey, see if you can blah blah blah. Let me know. And tickets were like, it was a screaming deal. I'm like, all right, got all one right. of my buddies who's a Steelers fan to go. Went out there, tickets and parking was included. The parking, the parking pass was like ninety dollars. Wow. And in Pittsburgh, like unless you haven't been to Pittsburgh, you, you have no idea that like. There's not a lot of real estate around there, like uh, large sections, you know, like uh, parking places and shit, because it's there's a ton of like uh, bodies of water, you know, r- rivers, you know, mm-hmm. Three River Stadium. So <laughs> this parking pass was like literally, I could have hit the, the stadium with a baseball. We were that close. <laughs> the tickets were, the tickets were dope. Yeah, like it was. That was my first and only uh, NFL game, Niners game. Wow. And then they got fucking beat up by the Steelers. It was like, fuck. That was still like, uh, you know, Kaepernick days. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I'm like, fuck, they got beat up. But I will say this about Pittsburgh. Uh, I do hate most of their fans. That ain't a lie. But, yeah, I'm rocking a Anquan Bolden jersey. Hmm. You know, Red Niners jersey. And there was, there was actually more Niners fans there than I thought. And, you know, we're like, high five or, you know, acknowledge each other. But... The Steeler fans were very respectful. Didn't hear a word. Really? Didn't hear a word. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> Quite opposite of Philly. And and that's just not that's not urban legend. That's a real deal, Philly fans. Because mm. I know too many people that have been to games that can support that shit. Like, yeah, they're assholes. Mm. Like, ain't no way I'm going to a I highly doubt I would go to an Eagles game wearing Niners shit. I just wear whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't trying to deal with, you know, I ain't getting beer poured on me and shit, dumb shit like that. Fights or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Pittsburgh was cool. And another, like, as we're like walking to go to the stadium, I forgot they had 
that that year the Steelers had Mike Vick as a backup QB. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was not expecting that many fucking protesters for Mike Vick. I was like, oh shit, damn, damn. They line this, you know, this one block up with protesters. I'm like, holy shit, wow. about this. It didn't even it didn't even register that this might be a thing, and it was a thing, man. Holy shit, and it still is. They're so, here, yeah, and yeah. still is. Like he tried to, <sighs> I forget what he was doing, and, you know, and they protesting pro bowl captain oh that's pro right. bowl yeah. captain and i saw him the day when he got interviewed i'm like oh yeah that's right because it was a you know they're trying to protest that shit mm-hmm. um like okay i get it i'm i'm an animal lover oh yeah i mean i you're a piece of shit if you do that absolutely and sound like uh yeah you're a piece of shit you know what he got a sentence he did it. He paid. He paid his penalty. He's yeah. He didn't try know. to get out of it or nothing. No, he he did his time. He did what was sentenced to him, and he took it like a man. <clears throat> and that's more than I can say for a lot of other pro athletes that go through you. You name it. You you list the name of bullshit. Mm. Like, and he's still getting it. Like, yeah, he's always going to be linked that linked to that. But it's like. And I see like friends that that talk shit about it, and I think to myself, "Man, I really want to go in here and not defend him, but kind of just be like, yo, he he fucked, yeah, he fucked up. He knows he fucked up, but you know what? Uh, judge gave him this, and he did it. Did it? Yep. And, and you know, and he's giving what back. Are you, what are you gonna do? And he's giving yeah. back to the like SPCA and stuff like that. So. Like, I know there's a uh, I forget that who the hell he was. It was a a Tampa Bay wide receiver, and he ended up literally like he was driving and and hit a pedestrian and killed killed the person. And of course, obviously, he's an athlete, so preferential treatment, blah blah blah. The dude did like less than thirty days, and I don't want to go on the you know a dog's life isn't worth. I'm not saying that. But this guy, this guy ran over a human being, killed him, and he did less than thirty days. Mm-hmm. Mike Vick did his time, did it, did his crime, did his time. Like, obviously, I don't condone it, but uh, you know what? <laughs> He's trying to be a changed guy. I fucking, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. uh, I see people going on their rants, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't even deal with it. <clears throat> but yeah. Niners in the Super Bowl Fifty Four. Well, best of luck, man. I'm be, uh, I'll be Thanks, definitely man. watching, and uh, oh. I think uh, I've, been, I've been watching a lot of stuff on YouTube. Uh, there's a there's a guy on YouTube called uh, let, me, let me just double check this real quick. I believe it's Jackson Kruger. Okay, not Freddie, not Freddie Kruger, but might be relatives. Uh, let me see. Just make sure I'm right here. Jackson Kruger. Um. And yeah, dude, I, f- I follow all the fucking social medias, like all the players. Right. All, I'm just, you know, I'm completely engulfed in all that shit. Yeah. Yep, same. So here. I was like, I can't get enough of it. You know, there's, there's a few accounts on, you know, like Niner fan accounts on Facebook. I follow. And it's just like, just give me the content, man. Um, Jackson Kruger <laughs> sports. And he, d- he recently did a film study and the film study was, <laughs> this is why, 
Kyle Shanahan is an elite play caller and he breaks down film and stuff. It's, it's pretty good. So cool. any, any listeners I would like out there, to check that out. Yeah. I do a lot of, I, I like watching a lot of film mm-hmm. and I like mm-hmm. watching on YouTube. A lot of these guys break down the film. Like if you don't understand formations and shit, they, they break it all down for you. And then they uh, show stuff like, like this, a, like Jackson shows a, games yeah. that just happened and he breaks down like a, through a pro's eye. Yeah. You know? And it's really good. Yep. Yeah. I love that stuff. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, like randomly, I don't even know. Maybe, maybe a year or two ago, randomly just get a like a friend request on Instagram. I, somebody from California, I don't know who the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Niners hat on, you know, Niners gear. I'm like, eh, fucking Adam, whatever. And we just like, could I will, lately maybe maybe go back and forth daily, and he like he he's. I don't know if he's a playoff. He might have been at, play, at the Vikings game, but he's he goes a lot of games. It's just like, you know, we just go back and forth. It's not, you know, yeah. Like if if you run into a Patriots fan that's as big as you know into it as you are, it's like, bro, you don't know the guy, but you can just rattle off a conversation, like no big deals. Like, yeah, pretty pretty neat. Yeah, that's cool. Some ra- random guy from Cali. I've Niner buddies. So yeah. So yeah, man, this might be a long week to actually get to the damn thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a week away. Uh, Five days of work. Yeah, and then all sportsman the sportsman sh- sportsman shows at the farm show on Saturday. Oh, on Saturday, I think oh. I think I'm gonna go to that. Yeah, right. dude, that's a that's just a cool event to go to because all these you know firearms dealers are there, and you can just you know you can handle product and be like you shoot the guns you know, off in the, in the building and stuff. You, that you can't do. Oh, okay. But you can like handle and be like, yeah, shit. If I had like, you know, a couple hundo or a million or whatever, yeah, I'd be getting this gun. <laughs> Not saying they're that much, but like, yeah, yeah. you You'd be you won't have it. to justify that purchase, right? It's a pretty fun event. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you want to know where I'm going uh, this coming weekend? Where, where are you going? Quite the opposite of what you're doing. <laughs> oh no. I am uh, heading out with uh, Carrie and her sister to Paxitani. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> because I want to. I want to uh, experience Groundhog Day. Jesus God! <laughs> That's the second. I heard it's a huge party, the, but uh, so I want to go. The first or second of February? Uh, the, second. The Saturday because the Saturday is the first. Wait, so you're gonna be out there on Super Bowl Sunday? I'll be back by because uh, it's. They do it like seven in the morning. Okay. So I'll be back home. It's only what? Two hours down the road, but uh, so not even maybe. No. Three. <laughs> no. That's like Pittsburgh. That, no. Puxatani. Yeah, man. Wait a minute. I might not be going now. As far as I know, Puxatani's <laughs> out there, dog. All right. I'm, I'm Googling this quicker. Cause I actually met like, I, I, when I raced pit bikes, ran into twins that raced from Puxatani. Satani. But yeah, it does look like uh, just a big, you know, hey, here's a reason to go party. I might have made a mistake here. A fucking groundhog. Oh, no. It's three hours and eight minutes from here. All right, okay, it's not quite Pittsburgh, but yeah. 167. It's out there. Damn, it is close. It looks like Pittsburgh's close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carrie, we're not going. That's a little too far but, for me. God damn. I'm sure they got webcams for that shit. 
uh yeah i don't know i always wanted to go and then like it wasn't even my idea to go this year but when uh jamie her sister said hey let's let's go out there i was like man yeah why not i was like i guess there's nothing going on i'd leave friday night we're staying over there yeah like okay staying over there friday night saturday night and then uh heading home sunday so i'll be back home by super bowl for sure super bowl is uh 6 30 or 6 40 yeah I'll, I'll be home wait yeah i'll be home by three or something like that but i don't know it always looked fun like i don't know i'm a big groundhog uh bill murray groundhog, groundhog day fan yeah. i was yep. always every when that movie first came out i was like oh man it'd be cool to go there you know yeah. and uh so i guess now it's like done at the fairgrounds or something over there it's not really done oh, okay in the town but in it right 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 because like thirty thousand people show up to this freaking thing holy crap just to see some groundhog but uh wow that's that's a number yeah, I just want to go in and see what the hell it's Jesus. like, and then that'd know, be fun. Though. Never go back again. But right, say you were there. I just say I was it. there. Whatever. Sure. You guys can trash me on Facebook. Whatever you only want. <laughs> <laughs> take take pics. Yeah. So that's what I'll be doing, and then I'll come home, watch the Super Bowl, and go Niners. I'm definitely rooting for the oh, Niners because of uh, um Jimmy G, baby. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Wes Welker, Katie Sowers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> feels great baby i i feel i feel you know yeah it, it's it's a nice story for katie sowers i'm i'm just busted yeah uh, yeah I, I didn't realize that the only nf the only yeah, kind of surprising right yeah i thought there was one on the cardinals but uh it's not so yeah um yeah i i found out about her maybe last year and i'm only like female coach ah, i'll give her a follow i follow her on instagram like i said yeah. She used to play like women's pro tackle football. And she's the offensive coordinator assistant. Is that what that's some, some shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Offensive, some type of offensive assistant. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so. and Kyle Shanahan, I so much respect for that dude. And like you said, like a yeah. wizard drawing up plays and stuff. And I know Belichick has Man. a great respect for Kyle. That's why he gave him Jimmy G. It's like, yo, they really the last two weeks, Nine Niners really didn't show much at all. It's been pretty, pretty damn basic. But that playbook got some, oh, got some shit in it. Listen, he's not going to show everything. So if he can get away with keeping that playbook at a minimum, he's going to do it. And like Emmanuel Sanders flea flicker for a touchdown this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Juszczyk didn't get much. He really didn't get much playing time because it was pretty much, uh, you know, a single back set right. with blocking. So you throw, I think Juszczyk is going to, he blew up like the Pittsburgh game. He went off. He had such an amazing game. And he just make, he makes big plays, man. He just, mm. they'll either hit him with a wheel route mm. or motion him out into, you know, like go go five wide. And it's it's just a mismatch for somebody. And like Shanahan will dial it up, man. There's no doubt about it. And and Robert Sala on def- defense coordinator has just been like, oh, honestly, that as amazing on on offense on defense as Shanahan's on offense. Like, fuck. And after last year, they were like, they were like, man, Sala's on the hot seat. Yeah. Like, and this year mm-hmm, doesn't look good for him. And this year it's like killing it browns interviewed him yeah you know? i was like oh no and then he didn't get the job and i was like 
I messaged you right away. I'm like, well, you lucked yeah. out there. At least he'll be back. And and the guy they hired over him was, ironically, the Vikings offensive coordinator mm-hmm. who they just yeah. pummeled. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. But and it's, it's the Browns. You, you hear that like yeah, in the press conference you'll hear like uh like Sherman was Sherman was pissed off because he didn't get that Browns job. Because, you know, like uh, you know, kind of like being proud of, you know, his coach and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, you want to see him advance. <laughs> but it's the writings on the wall. Like <clears throat> Kyle Shanahan was like, uh I'm I'm actually kind of happy about it. <laughs> He's like, "Cause I don't want to lose Robert Sala." He's like, "But he'll he'll be a head coach one day. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind." Right. And and you know what? Blessing the skies that you're not a Browns head coach. Let's be honest. Yeah, that that organization just literally pick. Give me give me 31 other teams, and hey, I will accept it. Hey, Josh McDaniels went out there, and. He had a list of demands. He wanted total control because that's what it's going to take is like, yeah, a coach to come in there revamp. Right. And change the culture. Like if anybody could do it, it would have been Josh bringing the Patriot way over there and they wouldn't allow him to have total control. So Josh was out. That was it. Yeah. They want somebody that can keep on a puppet string, you know? Right. Which, which says something about like, you guys really, you you really trying to improve or, or no or what? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's. I think what's going to be interesting next year is also for Dallas Cowboys because they hired McCarthy. You're, yeah, man. You're right. You're right. I mean, I want to see. That's a big hire for Jerry Jones. I mean, because that kind of. Mm-hmm. McCarthy's a big name. So, it's like, are you going to let McCarthy coach that team? Yeah. Are you going to be Jerry? Or are you going to let him take, yeah. you know, let him take over? <laughs> you going to give him the keys to the car or what? I mean, just let the dude run the team. I mean, and I didn't know this. this. Jerry Jones is the only owner, after every game, he has a press conference before the coach does. Oh. I mean, oh, how? That's, that's like, like kind of that's kind of selfish. That's how I say that, it. Like, that shouldn't be like that at all. Not well, at all. Yo, you shouldn't be getting the limelight. <clears throat> you already get enough limelight, like, man. He, he wants it, though. That's the thing. Like, he yeah, needs he that. He does. He needs it. So that was a big hire for him. So we'll see what happens mm-hmm. there. But yeah, Kyle Shanahan, got, re- got, Kyle returning to the Super Bowl, you know, after being with Atlanta, yep. losing that 28 to 3 lead. So I think there was a lot that he learned from that. He even mentioned it this week. So, yo, I listened uh, to an interview with him. <clears throat> he, he could, he, he basically broke down the, I won't say the entire game, mm-hmm. but a lot. Of plays in that Patriots Super Bowl, like that he 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 dissected that game. Like I wish I could have done this. Yep. I did this, but that didn't work. And I had this. I'm like, holy shit! You think this? You think this guy hasn't thought about this before? Like, man, he ain't he ain't he ain't trying to go in there and and, and lose again, man. No, that's the thing. I was gonna say that to you. Like he is prepared. So, and you know, you're going up against Andy Reid. I mean, say what you want about his clock management, but Andy Reid's a great coach so yeah. it's gonna be a good battle and uh but yep we'll see what happens that's so. where everybody's like oh it's, i hope it's a good game i'm just like <laughs> no man I, I don't i hope it's not a stressful game like last two weeks i hope it's a fucking blowout <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah total blow up by halftime yeah that'd uh, be great but i don't know 
it's gonna be it's gonna I, be good though. I know. Yeah, I know the Chiefs are Chiefs are excellent. I I know they are, but yeah. you know, we played so many big games and and good teams, and obviously Mahomes a stud, and Jesus, everybody's gargling his nuts mm-hmm. with good reason. He's awesome, but let's you know what? Let's calm. You know, I for real, I would be more, I would be more afraid to go against Russell Wilson, dude. I feel he's a bigger. Because he's been there before. He's experienced. Yeah. He's cool under fire. Like I was gonna say that. Mahomes hasn't been there yet. He's he's not like I won't say he, he's not as fast as Mahomes. But man, Russell Wilson, even that pat that that Packers game, dude, the Packers hung they hung on by the skin of their teeth against the Seahawks. Yep. Cause they were coming back. And man, Russell Wilson didn't have a lot to work with this year. Uh, a rookie wide receiver. They're all their every one of the running backs got hurt. Yeah, but but yeah, it's just like then they lose Josh Russell Will yeah. Russell Wilson just will just trying to will his way to to win a game by himself. It's just like fuck. He's he's still a no, despite what's around him. He's still yeah. always a factor. He does make other players better. I mean, that's for sure. He's something to watch. I'm, I'm watching Hollister and, for Seattle doing good, and I'm like, God damn it, we got rid of Hollister. We, we could have used him as tight end. Uh, <laughs> he's been he's been awesome this year. He killed the Niners the first game, dude. He yeah. went off so he went off huge. Yeah. There was one play. Uh, I forget who they played. Maybe it was Green Bay game. I forget. Like Russell Wilson's all but sacked. Right. There's just everybody converging on him. Hollister like releases from a block. And it, he's like two yards in the backfield. Wilson just like pitches it to him, picks up a, a like a you know what was a third and eight. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. He just has an uncanny ability that man. I don't. I I see. I don't think Pat Mahomes that has that uncanny ability. He doesn't have the experience. I think he's the type to go out there and just. I'm gonna try to win this, but I'm gonna try to win this game. Right. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. Which man? Yeah. Oof, he can he can do it, but there's there's a di- there's a different moment. Well, we, and and he's going against a different team, dude. This defense is. I'm impressed. They're gonna they're gonna get after him, and I hope they hit him. Send, yeah, that's, you know, send him a little message, beat him up, send it early, just yep. just hit him. Because legal, every, of course, but hit him hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hit him hard. Just yeah, just, just send him like. Let him know we're here. What, what Super Bowl was it? It was, it was Ronnie Lott put a, a hit on Icky Woods, mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. <clears throat> Yo, he came up, and Icky Woods was a big man. He he hit him like maybe a yard after the line of scrimmage, and every everybody all the accounts for that Super Bowl was just like, that changed the game. Mm-hmm. That hit he came up and put and put on Icky Woods just <clears throat> changed the demeanor. And you you do that to somebody, it's it's you know yeah. Send that it, message and get some rattle a little oh, bit. So get them rattle, you know, get in their head a little bit. Yep. Sure. All right. So I'm any? Exci- I'm excited, man. Any no uh, predictions? score predictions? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, no, okay. Niners W. Niners W. Dude. Right, that's all you're gonna go with. Okay. Yeah. That's. Yep. Well, that's what by I'm gonna one, go with. Yeah, by one wanna... by thirty, I don't even care. Yeah. 
Yeah, five to two. Who cares? That, that's good yep. enough to me. But if, if I can like, go to work, vic- victory Monday, I'm happy. Oh, uh, how how great would that be? You'll wait, dude. I'm telling you, you'll be energized for the whole summer. Uh, like it's just amazing. Mm. You're, you'll just be jacked up, and then you get all the gear. You can buy all the t-shirts and hats, and yeah. I got a t-shirt coming this week that that one I showed you like uh mm-hmm. some like bay area based art art place has a really cool shirt. That's what I'll be rocking. Nice. Yep. And then uh Quan Alexander sells the uh those uh like the Hot Boys hoodie I have. Mm-hmm. They're ve- yo, those hoodies are fucking nice. And here at least another one for like, you know, like Limited edition Super Bowl, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Hot Boy University. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta order that. I really want it, but <laughs> I I don't need it. I got so many black hoodies. Yeah. I'll just I'll just bite the bullet and keep this one. <laughs> but yeah. All right, well. So I'd... I'll be glued to I'll be glued to all the interwebs and all week. Fox Sport One and NFL Network and Oh, real quick, that that guy that I uh, Kyle Brandt NFL Network that did the uh, Wolf on Broad Street, and yeah. then he did the you know Green Bay shitting on him. I, I showed you like he did a this week on the show. He did like a a rap about the Niners and shit. I'm just like mm. mother, f- no, I will not sit here and watch you suck the Niners balls now. <laughs> <laughs> no sir. I tweeted him. Oh, you did. Well, I I replied to it was a it was a Niners Instagram account, mm-hmm. and they they posted the video. And I replied. Actually, it was it was Twitter. My reply tagged him, tagged the account, and tagged that Kyle Brandt. Oh, I'm like, I'm just, I call him out. I'm just like, listen, if you if you go back and look for this video, he talks shit about Green Bay beating the Niners. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Damn, we don't we don't need that bandwagon. Right, get out get out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, I'll be watching. I'll be rooting, uh, of course, for the Niners. Jimmy G, uh, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy GQ. Yep, we'll be we'll be messaging. I'm sure. Oh yeah, sure. And, I won't bother Jason you too much. Like, I know not to do that, but uh, yeah. And Jason um, will be like, Yo, what? Uh, <laughs> was that a touchdown? Yeah. No, he'll be like, what time are you guys playing? When's, It'll be like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, when's like, Bigfoot coming out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried getting a hold of oh, Jason oh. tonight to see if he'd be on the show, but uh, he's, yeah. he's busy at the radio race, so. Could have done, yeah. Those guys are probably celebrating. Ryan Mayfield, the big win. I'm sure we'll talk about that next week on the Radio Impound Podcast. This was chaos, so. episode Only episode two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let Glad me tell you, getting guests, like, is, like, next to impossible to come on the show. I actually, I guess, lined up, but, like, um, I had two back down because they had never been on a hey, radio-type show, as it was <laughs> yeah. put to be. Um, and some were just like, yeah, you want to... I, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to do it, you know, but um, I do have a buddy lined up that's from here as as exotic cars and stuff like that yeah i would love yeah, to get dude. him on the show but he, he's a real busy dude he does a lot of a lot of work with mm-hmm. stocks and stuff like that and he's in new york a lot but hopefully he could be on the show and talk about his lambos and ferraris that he has Sweet. And stuff like that. but anyway yeah episode two this was episode two and um yo i'll be a recurring guest Absolutely. yeah well i was gonna say we gotta have you back on 
after the Super Bowl, regardless of the outcome. Sure. I'll be on. Uh, I want to make time and get you on for that. And hopefully it goes well. So uh, this, will, this, will, this will um, be the tie to Patriots, right? Win, win with grace and lose with, uh, lose with grace and win with class. Yeah. There you go. This would be, this would be number six, buddy. Damn. I really, well, you know, I really want this. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I don't want the Chiefs to get it. Um, I just not a fan of the whole Chiefs <clears throat> fan base. Let's just put it that way. Like, uh, yeah, they were putting, they're putting Brady's jersey on the ground there before the playoffs and walking all Stupid. over it. I'm like, okay, guys, Fuck. I wanted no one shot at him, yeah. but we couldn't get it done this year. No offense. <clears throat> Man, I got a cough going on. I think maybe I have some of that coronavirus. Mm. I have to take some Robitussin. Yo, beginning of the year, like literally, I think I got it for New Year's Eve. <laughs> I had I had a the sinus infection, dude. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> fucking sinus infection. I had to I had to call off. Oh, that's right. I remember two two days. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I was and, sick uh, around the same time. We just got our vacation, our personal time mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, and I'm like, fuck. The last thing I want to be doing is using it in January already. Yeah, right. You need that for the end of the year. Yeah, or Monday when I'm hungover next Monday. <laughs> Damn. Although it'd be like if we win, obviously I'm gonna be drinking. <clears throat> mm-hmm. At the same time, if we win, I really want to go into work Monday and be like, like RVD thumbs in the air, like yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I, I I'm hope telling that. you, fuckers all year. <laughs> I hope that holds true for you, man. I'm yeah, rooting, man, I'm rooting for you. So I know how I'm it attending. is, man. You feel like you're part of the team, and if. And, Dude, you know, been there, been there, thick and thin. Anybody yeah. that tries to call me out, I'm just like, look at my profile pic. Yeah, look at that photo I put oh, up there uh, not like, too long ago. Me and Carrie back in high school had yeah. my Lakers hat on, bro. Lakers, Lake Show. <laughs> oh, so been like, um, I've been I've been a Niners fan longer than you've been squirting, bro. <laughs> so all right, well. We'll get you back on the show after the Super Bowl for sure. Sounds good. And again, uh, sad day in the sports world, and still unbelievable, dude. Not even it just all. It's crazy. It, it's it's gonna take like well, I won't say all week, but it's gonna take longer than that. But it's yeah. just like I don't even think it hit yet. I had people messaging me all just day and actually calling me too about it, and I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, they they knew I was a Laker fan since I was a kid, so it was really hard and. Uh, I, I can't he's just go ahead. He's just one of those guys that's like, love the team, hate the team. You got to respect that player. Like he's just a different, you know, there's not many of those athletes. He's a different one. Yeah. I think Ernie said it best on my post too. Ernie posted. Um, I saw, and I read it and I'm like trying to recall what it said, but yeah, he, he's he pretty spot on. Ernie said, uh, tough one, Gotti. He, he was an incredible athlete and an NBA royalty. You could not root against him, but in the end, everyone loved him. True. Or, no, you could root against him, but in the end, everyone loved him. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. <clears throat> but, yep. So, yeah, again, very sad news. Rest in paradise, <clears throat> Kobe and his daughter, 13 years old, taken way too soon. Un, unfucking. And I can't imagine what his wife and kids are going through right now. It's just... Oh. Dude. 
Yeah, terrible. So. And then I think I sent you that video of uh, it was a cool tie-in with the whole Kobe thing, Sherman, and he went down with the Achilles. Right. Like, dude, and there's another storyline. Like, I watched a 10 minute video today. Like, you know how Sherman went from oh my god, the villain. Oh, flashbacks for that forever. The 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 <laughs> pass to Crabtree in the N- NFC Championship game. Yeah. The pass pass to Crabtree in the end zone. Sherman goes up and tips it back inbounds to be intercepted in the end zone. Like, Ugh. fuck. Heartbreaker. Like, hate Sherman. <clears throat> hate him. Then he's like. Hate him, but you know, respect him. Yeah. Yeah. Talks, you know, you know, talks. Gosh, and talking to basically Seattle, let him, let him go after that injury. Mm. And becomes a 49er and then is. Welcome to the <laughs> he does he does a video like oh it's me Sherm I'm in the Niners Niners building Niners building he's like got a Niners hat on he's like swag on a trillion he's like I'll make up for for the past few years I know I know you know just, <laughs> yeah. just trying to bring this team back and it's like man just in a, sh- a few short years fuck yeah. That's the cool storyline. Like, man, I would love nothing more for him because he has so many doubters. Oh, so many doubters that, you know, he couldn't go to, he couldn't do it with, you know, not being in, C- in Seattle. So, yeah, wasn't that video you sent me of uh, Sherman talking about Kobe getting a hold of Kobe? Him? Yeah. Yeah. Got a hold of him, you know, because Co- Kobe spoke well, you know, had nothing but nice things to say about Sherman and, you know, his character. Coming back from this injury, and yeah, it went through the same type of injury. I mean, Kobe, same thing. Kobe blew out his Achilles, and yep, was able to shoot th- two free throws and walk off the court, and that was it for him. And I saw Sh- Sherman tweeted, <clears throat> in, you know, since Kobe's death, like you know, basic. I forget what it was verbatim, but it was like just you know, can't believe it, un- unreal, yeah, um, unbelievable. So yeah. Maybe maybe Sharon will bring one home for for Kobe. There we go. Get it See. done. All right, well, so we'll have you on the show right after the Super Bowl. Then we'll make, yeah, man. get you on. Maybe we'll just talk about that, and hopefully it's a good show. Yo, I'll get home. I'll get home and be hammering like, let's fucking record. Yeah, I know. It'll be like we're midnight. fucking doing it now. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to work tomorrow. We're fucking recording. <laughs> well, I could do it. <laughs> we could do it. That's not a problem. And we're getting fucking Jason on here. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that one. So, one week out. Here we go. Let's go. Go Niners. Get it done. Go Niners. All right. And we will catch you guys next week. I'm sure Jason will be talking about Mayfield's victory at Reedy. On that would be episode two hundred two of the yeah we'll have to see who you know where, where everybody else placed also yeah absolutely yeah that'll take some time <laughs> we'll have a week to figure those results out <laughs> it might take that long <laughs> yeah I I could never find the results I don't know it's just a mess I I just want an app please uh <clears throat> give me an app live RC give me an Maybe app that. huh look at all these look at all these these. These sports apps that have just scores and shit. Yeah, like, just, that's all it is. Yeah, just give me an app. I mean, I'm sure there's not an app. I haven't checked in a while. There's not a Live RC app, right? Yeah. I no. mean, there's a mobile. I don't know. I think you type in liverc.com slash mobile. 
But to make things easier for me, just give me an app, man. That way I could just check it. Or, like, or, or it just, can't be hard to just like, <laughs> I don't know how to do it because I'm not a computer geek to just be like, yeah. Here's here's literally the rundown from A main to whatever main. That, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Copy paste results on on an app or a website. Here it is. That's how easy it is. Yeah. I guess. Nobody does that. Oh, well, uh, you got to go in uh, live RC and then click on races and then click on this race and then click on this class. No. No, that's no. not what I want. I want to go on a website, <laughs> maybe a click or two. Done. Here's the results. All right. That's what I was looking for. I'm out. Yeah. One or two clicks and then scroll. That's yeah. It. That's all I want. That's all Doesn't I want. Because sometimes like I want to see where other guys like, oh, what happened to, uh, you know, yeah. where, uh, where's Max at? Where, you know, oh, you scroll down here or <laughs> scroll up or whatever. Right. So, yeah, that's all. All right. Yeah. Where's, where's Rob Sturgeon? Where'd he place? Yeah. I want to check. Scroll down, 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 Double F main. Ah, okay, there he is. All right, Sturgeo, killed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next time, and and it'll be right. on Chaos too. So it'll be episode three. I think Kirby's gonna be yes. on Chaos more than anything. We're knocking him out. <laughs> You'll be on that one more than uh. Yeah. Ripcast. Well, now that I got Stitcher or not Stitcher, but Skype. What what a piece of shit program that is. Got yeah. that figured out. Yeah. So that'll be a little bit easier next time. Yeah. I mean, I could call your I'll, cell phone direct too. It don't matter. I'll try to be more frequent. Also, it depends what shift I'm working. So yeah, it's tough scheduling. I'll try to be on these because I love J- busting Jason Jason's balls. So <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right, Rip all right, fans. Well, thanks for uh, uh, listening. And again, lost a lost an absolute a legend. legend today. Absolute so legend. Don't forget that. Rest in paradise to Kobe and his daughter. Yes, Terrible. sir. You're out. See you on the next one. Uh, Go Niners. Be legendary. Let's go.